This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Mina Lockhart of Belmong, Ramina Garamond of Siren, Draco Kirova of Cactar. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio and buy every single hour in Ishgard. A wyvern is violently abused. 3,000 wyverns were rescued last year, but for hundreds of others, help came too late. Hi, I'm Kahlo Landis. Will you be an angel for a helpless wyvern? Every day, innocent wyverns are abused, beaten, and neglected by dragoons like Ascalia Rayumasa, and they are crying out for your help. Please call the number on the screen and join the LB Army with a monthly gift right now. For just $30 a month, that's only 100 cents a day, you'll help rescue wyverns from their abusers and provide medical care, food, shelter, and most importantly, love. Call or join online the next 30 seconds and Escalia will receive a welcome kick in the dick. Thanks to you! Right now, there's a wyvern who needs you. Your call says I'm here to help. Please call right now. I don't get it. Ascalia. Holy shit, totally forgot about him. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio, episode 102. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Perfection. That was awesome. Is what that was. So, all right. So for those who don't look, get to look at the outline, there's a whole nother one of those written on the outline. Which when I got here today, he told me I was reading, <laughs> and only moments before the show did he say, "Never mind. You can take it off. I'll read it." Oh, I didn't hear that part of it. Now here's here's what's best. Okay, when I was looking at the outline yesterday, the uh, the little ad wasn't made yet, like like juxtaposed to the last second. So I actually went in and he was writing. I'm like, oh, I thought maybe I was gonna have to make something up, and the one that he had actually written was very phallic in nature. <laughs> it was for me, clearly. <laughs> clearly. And I'm like, no, 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 no. If you really want to punish him, here's what you do. And I reference that Sarah McLaughlin video, yeah, right? Yeah, right. And yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. do that. But but don't put it on the outline. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Was well, that ever good? Welcome back to me. Yeah. yeah. It was great, because the whole time, like, after I got done Were reading you it, gone? Yes, for oh. two weeks. Wait, two weeks? Yes. Two weeks? I don't Technically, I've been gone for three weeks because the week before that, someone else was here. Wait, real? What? Has he really been gone that long? I don't remember. I don't remember I don't you like being you gone. Don't notice it. <laughs> I mean, I know that you were gone last week, but huh? Yeah. Huh? I guess he doesn't really add much to the show. Does I guess he? not. No. Huh. I missed him. <laughs> Shut up, Nika. <laughs> Thank you, Nika. It doesn't You're matter. Welcome. Nikalia forever. I got you. I got you. 
Anyway, welcome to Limit Break Radio. Thanks for joining us. If you're joining us live uh, on twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio, then head on over to our studios. We're in the Goblet f- 5th Ward, plot number 30. That's on Sergeant Tannis. Uh, feel free Studio's to... Studio's not very full today, guys. Nope, sure isn't. It's because uh, the server isn't very full nope. today. <laughs> sure isn't. Oh, really? Oh, have you been... Like, oh, first of all, it is Switch launch weekend, so it's, it's oh, more pronounced than normal, but yeah, it's dead. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely been quiet on the old ff14 and we even had a patch this week oh did oh <laughs> is that why dunskyth was a little different no no uh i mean yeah, well yes it is, i mean uh, yeah but still I don't it's awful we'll talk about it don't worry yeah uh we got some stuff to talk about including a couple of uh post fan fest interviews of course, those are always good with Yoshi P talking to, I think, his three favorite game <laughs> media outlets, Famatsu, Game Watch, and Dengeki. Yeah, he certainly does seem to have like his, his favorite uh, groups picked out. Well, he does seem to be a little bit more transparent and... Uh, What's what's the word that I'm looking for? Like not not on, not honest, not uh, honest candid? is open, candid, candid, yeah. candid. I think is the word that I was looking for. When's that LBR interview coming up? Yeah, how right. come they don't ever reach out to us for an interview? I don't know. <clears throat> well, we're not in Japan, so. Oh, I'm sure that's the reason. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. I mean, Famitsu, Dengeki, those are clearly... It has, it, has nothing, it has nothing to do with the amount of grundle jokes that we make on the show, you know does what it? it no, is? no the, of course not. They're still mad that when they wanted us for the interview at FanFest, we had to bump them for Susan. That's right. That's what they're still mad about. I forgot about, about that. Uh, anyway, uh, so if you guys listen to Final Encountercast, which comes out at our website, FinalEncounterCast.com, on Monday, days or you just listened before this show at twitch.tv slash limit break radio at one then you know that we had a couple of technical problems with that uh with oh, that boy, did we? broadcast a bit, a yeah a little bit a little bit uh i'm happy to report that after a bit of engineering some yelling some throwing some uh unplugging and replugging and replugging and replugging don't don't say it like that sorry uh that we i think we have can we hit a drop here and see if we have uh oh my god there we go that's better there it is and that also means that we're able to take calls so we want to take your calls guys uh limit break radio on skype 810-515-8715 limitbreakradio.com slash discord line them up get them ready we want to talk to you about anything you want to talk about whether it's 3.55 or whether it's uh, EU Fan Fest or any of the Fan Fest Samurai announcement. Do you want to make fun of Nika? Do you want to talk about Red Mage? Any of those things, we will talk to you. Limit if you Bre- want to make fun of Nika, you might get front of the line. Limit Break Radio on Skype 810 515 slash Discord. When? Actually, I'm, I'm just speaking. You know what? She'll probably bump I'm going to toss this out there and it actually segues into something too. Uh, the final touches are being put on uh, last month's postcards. So those are going to be going out very, very I soon. Meant- to give you shit about this yeah what's very, taking very that soon. so long artists you know how they are uh anyway special <laughs> contest though special contest whoever calls in and gets the sickest burn on nika what? i am going to autograph this next postcard Ooh. which features me 
and send it to you. What if they're not a patron? What if they're not a patron? Do you, do they just get the card? They just get they the just card. get the card. They get the card, there you and go. it's going to be autographed. So whoever gets the sickest burn on Nika today That's is going to get that. Why me? I thought we were making fun of Ascalia for his Wyvern thing. <laughs> oh, we're making. <laughs> what did I do to deserve this? Don't worry, we'll have plenty of reason to make fun of me. We can make fun of my bad liver. Uh, that that wasn't you being triggered, was it, Nika? That's not what triggered me. Oh, oh, okay. Now we should point out that sickest burn doesn't necessarily mean meanest. It has to be witty. Right. We we have to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just call it and be like, "Yeah, you're fucking stupid." Yeah, that sucks. Like, eh, that's not a sick burn. Creative. If we boo you. Then it you probably didn't win. So yeah, if you're not I boo win. every single one, then nobody wins. No, you're that's not how this works. <laughs> you said if we boo them, we. we. You're not involved in we. Nike. I'm totally involved. You're in the we. target I'm, today. I'm here on this show. I am a we. You're a girl. Your vote doesn't count. That is not true. It counts double. <laughs> it, it counts. It, <laughs> it counts double. It, Women logic, <laughs> feminism. It counts. It just counts for 88 percent as much. It counts for an equal amount of the man's vote. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, there's uh, two and a That's half men here, so you still That's not the definition of lose. double, Nika. God. <laughs> well, I knew you weren't. I knew you weren't going to go for double. So I had to. Well, you're I right about back. that. I had to scale it back a little bit. Oh man. Anyway, uh, yeah. Line up. Uh, line up the calls. Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. <gasps> oh, I have a new favorite viewer. Oh, Juxta is fat. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> is that Juxta? That might be Juxta. No, he's working. Oh, oh yeah, oh he, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, he's he did at work, go to now. work now. Yeah, mm. yeah. So we've got Escalia lover. Juxta is fat. Uh, there, he, there's a character in game I think that's called Heinika. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. I haven't seen them in a while. All right, so but. there's Heinika. We've we only got two to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, by the way, uh, if you want to check this show out on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, you can subscribe to the show. This show and all of our shows, if you want to get all of our shows, LBR Podcast Network, that's going to go through a name change shortly. Uh, but uh, we've also we've also got uh, our FF14 exclusive feed uh, that you can find at iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And uh, we ask that you might you know take a couple of minutes and leave us a little bit of love on iTunes. It's the only one of the platforms that allows users to review podcasts, and you would be surprised how much that actually ends up helping us out. Uh, for all of these losers who end up making dumb youtube comments on our youtube page that get us absolutely dick i would rather you spend the time and go to itunes where other people might actually see it so uh take the time go to itunes leave us a little bit of uh of a review uh don't leave us that dickish youtube comment instead put your thoughts succinctly in an itunes review so we're we're pretty butthurt about it are we? You're terrible. You, no, dude, you get so mad bad. at YouTube comments. I don't get mad at YouTube comments. Uh, I'm most, you I'm get, mostly, I'm mostly laugh hysterical. You I, get physically pained by them. I am going to side with a Nero. He definitely get physically. He did not get physically pained when someone corrected us on the fact that our Japanese caller wasn't Japanese and was actually from uh, the southeastern province of China along the coast. Yeah, that's physically fucking painful. <laughs> that's fair. I God think Grand Orc says it best. YouTube comment section is cancer anyway. So it is. It is actual cancer. All uh, and, and that's just blanketly across YouTube. I'm not trying to single out our YouTube posters. Some of them are pretty wretched, but uh, that's just YouTube across the platform. Anyway, 
so uh, by the way, uh, as as uh, Carlo had mentioned. <coughs> Excuse me. Patreon postcards available $20 a month over at patreon.com slash limit break radio. Uh, and to anyone above $20 a month as mm-hmm. well. That's right. And uh, since uh, since the month is over, we can say again, the Kahlo postcard is going out, which means that the last one inevitably has to be kooky. So that's who's coming out uh, uh, next month on the postcard. And then, and then we already have our artist working yeah. on the second round of postcards, right? Yeah, we do. That. You know, he, that, that went right over. Yeah, that went right over his head. Or you he should be care. the next one. I don't care. Oh, well, it's actually a Nero, and Nero will be the next one. No, whatever. It's a good one too. I think it's actually my favorite one. Did, well, second favorite over me. Did obviously. Senpai ever get one? Did, uh, did, didn't he? His, get... his is coming in the next one. Okay. That's actually, season in two. fact, I can let people know what season two. This is a fucking television <laughs> it's show. Two of two. Second edition. The second edition is going to feature our auxiliary cast, which is our interns, Senpai, our executive producer, as well as uh, Bach, our demon piano player. Oh, okay. Skuro's not getting one, right? Skuro is getting one. What? No. Don't worry. Don't worry. It will be appropriate for Skuro. No. I, it will be appropriate I'm, for Skuro. I want to veto this. You don't want to make money off his misery? Because that's essentially what we're going to be doing. Well, then I get final say on it. That's fine. Okay, fine. Okay. It has to be properly dehumanizing. I agree. Okay. I agree. Good. Well, at least we're on the same page on that one. Eating a penis out of the trash. That sounds appropriate. Okay. Oh, okay. I can get behind that. Are you sure you didn't want that one reserved for you? <laughs> well, no, I don't want out of the trash. <laughs> How about if he's also on a leash and the hand like belongs to Ascalia? Oh, uh, I'm thinking no. And yeah. Ascali is wearing a gimp suit. Yes. There we go. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Got it. If this feels like fanfic just working its God way into the it. postcard. Yeah, doesn't by it? the way. I got to read some of our new fanfic. There's a sequel to uh, to my favorite one. We've now had we've now had the follow up as to so, what happens. Turns out so, I didn't die. I did survive. Oh, I was hoping that they fucked your corpse. Yeah, I was no. gonna say this goes into necrophilia territory. No, turns that's out that's I survived. fucked up. Barely, but I survived. <laughs> Can we read that one today? I'm actually kind of curious. Oh man. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. We'll consider it. We'll consider. It. We'll see. Ah. We'll see what kind of time we have, and and what the the chat room says. Ugh. You know, the chat room's always up for I know. good. Snuffing. <laughs> I know. I know. It's weird. Our audience really, really likes the raunchy, smutty <laughs> fanfics. I don't Shut know. Up, what, you little weasel. I don't know what that's about. Anyway, patreon.com slash limit break radio. That's how you support the show uh, and everything we make. Uh, we appreciate all of your guys' support. And uh, yeah, we uh, we're probably I think I think we got we're going to need to get a refresh on the poster and a t-shirt so mm-hmm. we're gonna have uh some new poster and t-shirts yeah, we'll be looking available eventually because mm-hmm. it's been about what two years since it's we... been a while yeah it's definitely yeah. been a while so i think we uh and honestly need we've tried like i've talked to three or four different artists recently about the poster thing <laughs> and at first we're always like really like, yeah, yeah 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 cool and i'll start gathering like the material to send them and then they'll just either stop responding or yeah. they'll back out yeah it's really frustrating to find someone who will follow through on this and in a in a timely manner yeah Yeah. i think that's the most difficult part about any of this is that really none of us are artists like none of us internally uh, in the on the show i mean we're all artists not that kind of artist. not that kind of art yeah like we can't none of us can draw kalo kind of can not good enough though yeah i would agree with that (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, anyway, but uh, please, if you like the show, if you listen, patreon.com slash limit break radio. And like I said, a uh, way that uh, doesn't cost any money is to uh, leave us an iTunes review. So uh, Juxta is fat, says they are an artist. I don't believe you. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Just the fact that it has Juxta in the name, I can't take anything about them seriously. No, I really can't. Yeah, that that is just like automatic red flag. Because when you see that, like especially us in the room, we all picture the actual Juxta right. in the out in the living room going, oh, I'm an artist, I'll draw it. And we're all like, no. No. No, you won't. Uh, Fuz Rodation saying, cough, cough, Tamtu, cough, cough. He's really busy, Tamtu's dude. Tamtu's doing big things nowadays. He is, he is dude. Yeah. Tamtu's he, moved beyond, I think, let me, uh, I'm this. just... Tom too works so fucking hard and and like he does such good work that yeah I almost feel like I feel like we would be bothering him with something like that mm-hmm. and again because he does he's I mean he's so busy doing what he already does yeah, and I, I don't think talk- we could we could we couldn't hold him to like an expectation exactly I talked to him once about it and he showed interest in it but then he just kind of fell off and again I would assume it's because he's so because he's like, busy he's doing yeah. lots of really really cool stuff over there right right exactly so uh, we're we're definitely going to be looking for someone but it's it takes time and of course even after you commission it i mean it, 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 it took time. it took time for us to Unless get the posters and the like t-shirts big back monies on. big monies that's right mm-hmm. um and i think you know what i think that we should probably come up with a final encounter cast t-shirt eventually too I think that should be the actually I think next should be like a final countercast poster and t-shirt. Oh, you think so? Yeah, we should just yeah. add on and then yeah. people can choose between one or the other. Or mm-hmm. Maybe or, after five months they get the other one or Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that when we come out with the final countercast uh t-shirt and poster, right? If you're part of it or if you ever pay for that thing, you get the final counter t-shirt and poster. We retire, and we would obviously give people enough time if they wanted to pick it up, but we retire the LBR t-shirt and poster. I mean, I, but the thing is, is I would, we, we need to have LBR always represented though. Like mm-hmm. if so, I don't think I want to get rid of it. I don't want to retire it. Not until we at least have another LBR design to take its place. That's fair. Yes. Yeah. That's so, fair. so yeah, I think the legacy LBR shirt and poster. Yeah. I think maybe after X amount of time, like you get the other one mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. I don't know. Just we'll an idea. Okay. We'll anyway. Uh, all right. Let's check out what's going on in the news. This is a limit breaking news update. All right. FF14 is coming to PAX East, guys. That's exciting. Always. I want to go to PAX East so bad. Okay. I do, too. Okay. Is, it, is it exciting? Is it a Scalia? No. 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 Well, this was obvious. Exciting. Yeah, PAX East. Well, PAX East is. Yeah. I, I actually, like, you know, read the actual release thinking, oh, what kind of cool thing are they doing? First of all, they are doing something cool. They're having a special warring triad event where you ran, like you queue up for it, right? Right. You randomly get put against one of the three triads, but there are different things that happen or that you have to try to do during the fight, like I guess special circumstances. And if you win, you get a sweet Stormblood T-shirt. First of all, why wasn't that at a fan fest? Yeah, because what? that sounds pretty fucking awesome. I want a sweet Stormblood T-shirt. No, no, no. The event, that event sounds really fucking cool. Yes. Although we didn't have the third Warring Triad member. That's true as yeah, well. I guess. Run, yeah. But I think the other thing that that uh, and you guys, you guys, you guys should probably just shoot me down right now. But I, I kind of want to be optimistic about is PAX is like a big thing, right? It's a very big thing. And and they've said there's still lots of other stuff they haven't announced about Stormblood yet. Do you think we might actually? Get some type of cool announcement at PAX. Uh, well, let's I see. doubt it. PAX is March 11th, it. so it won't be after the last part of three. No, 
Like if it was after I mean, the last section of three five five, I would say maybe. The but last no. Pax East is when they announced um, Deep Dungeon, wasn't it? I remember yes. sitting and sewing something, and I was looking up, watching the live letter on my laptop. And I remember texting Sir and thinking, "Oh my God, they just announced not fucking Nigel Lyle yeah. for a fourteen. Yeah, but this time we only have the one half patch to go. Well, what I, I mean, I, is they're gonna be look. They're gonna talk about Eureka. That's what it's gonna be. Sorry. Oh, I can hey, see that. I, I, I'd spoil, be okay with that. Spoiler alert: They're gonna talk about Eureka. Okay, I'd be fine. If I'm they bad, don't talk I'm about bad. Eureka, if they came out on stage and they talked about something that we haven't heard about yet, even in in theory, then. I'd be shocked. I'd, I would also, I would be blown the fuck away. Last Pax East is when they announced that app for looking at stuff out of game and is that No. Ever, no. I just happened. I just don't want to have the Pax East come and have it be a retread of everything we've already heard. I don't think it will be. I think that they've definitely held something back because this falls into their timeline. It's They're a pretty comfortable it's a pretty comfortable span <laughs> of time from EU Fan Fest. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I think that they could hold something back. The only thing that I could see them holding back to announce now besieged you would be the, the conflicted Alamigo event event. Yeah. That's oh, about it. Oh yeah. That's about it. That's all I could that's all I could reasonably see because that that sort of sets up some of the heart of the expansion. Mm-hmm. If they're going to do something like that, we have no indication that they're going to do something like that. Right. But if they were going to come out and announce something like that, this would be an appropriate place to do it. Okay. Uh, granted, you know, that they did announce Deep Dungeon, I I just happen to think that we're probably going to end up hearing about Eureka. That we're going to hear the details on Eureka. All right, well, or or the or the raid. All right. Well, I will remain cautiously optimistic, but I'm probably going to be disappointed. I mean, I would love to hear details on Eureka at PAX. I think that'd be good for me. Yeah, but I... But I, that's only like a couple of weeks away. <laughs> I would... We're going to get it anyway. Next no, weekend. well, that's that's D, the second DM, DM 2. That's not the, oh, quite the like, same Oh, you mean like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, so, yes, I wouldn't... Look, I wouldn't mind hearing about Eureka. But my concern, my overall concern for the expansion is that what we've heard about is so far pretty much a retread of Heaven's Word with maybe a little bit less. Like one less job, like little little concession, right? Something, yeah, something you'd like to hear something different. Right. Yeah, There's got to be that. something else. There's got to be something else thrown on top of there. Now, a lot of people have brought up like, look. We're finally going to a head-to-head conflict with the Garleans in like a way that seems much larger than um, just taking out a Legatus or oh, yeah. something like and that. I you mean, know what I mean? Larger even than we had speculated on. Like if it's both Doma and right. Alamigo, uh, yeah, Alamigo. I don't know that I want to speculate a ton about what's going to happen once we get to Althard. I I, I don't I don't know yeah. how they're going to do that. There's a bunch of different ways that they could. I have opinions on how they should, but this is completely different. But and that's all narrative related. Yeah. I don't think they're going to release anything or talk about anything no. narrative related whatsoever. Yeah, no, no. But we, are, I mean, in a in a larger sense, narratively, we have been set up as the three nations. To be conflicting four with nations, Garlem, four nations to be conflicting with Garlemald, right? Like this is the first time since 
or no, since 1.0, since the end of 1.0, where like Garlean forces and Orzean forces will marshal against one another. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have the potential to make a contested zone. You know, whatever you want to call it, besieged or conquest, conquest, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. You have the ability to bring that into the game. If they were going to announce it, I could see them announcing it at PAX East. That would be huge. And that's what I think they need. Something big. They've set up everything else to expectation, right? Like, that makes sense. Like, if there's all of this stuff and then one more big cherry something to put it over the top that's right yeah I they need you. something to put it over the top mm-hmm. yeah you're right because everything right now it's kind of just retreading on the same ground that the heavens ward announcements tread on i mean you know we're getting a diadem like event in uh eureka. in eureka we're getting new form of travel yeah new, new form of travel flying. yep right we're getting a new raid obviously mm-hmm. uh we're getting we know that we're going to get a new form of palace of the dead we don't know what what it's going to be right yeah uh, palace or See, deep dungeon in, co- co- yeah deep dungeon thank you the yeah, new yeah. deep dungeon right and that's something that probably would actually just be released in like a headline similar to what like like this is you that's know? what Not i mean an actual big event that's what i'm it. hoping yeah, yeah like i i would think that once deep dungeon is in there it's a footnote mm-hmm. in, in in your patch notes instead of the uh you know crown jewel of yes, your pax yes. east announcement right so you've got all of those elements um you know you've got uh you've got your two jobs obviously you've got uh the evilise raid that's ah, coming that mm-hmm. that's that's the analog to the crystal tower yep. right so and you've got your dungeons like that covers all your bases right like and we know that's all shit that we know that we're gonna get right like what else is there like what else? What makes Stormblood any different structurally from Heavensward at that point? What's the sizzle? Right. They've got. I. I and that's. And I. I hope I'm not raising expectations. I hope I'm not raising people's hopes errantly because there's a good chance that they may not. It may not be a big deal what they come out and release. It's possible. Pax East is a big venue though. That's a. That's got a lot of attention being paid to it. You're going to get a lot of play on that on news outlets that you wouldn't get with an internal fan fest. Well, I think it's the largest North American <clears throat> venue between now and Stormblood launch. I don't think there's anything bigger between. Is, is BlizzCon? That's in the summer. <laughs> they wouldn't do anything. Yeah. At why BlizzCon would they do it at BlizzCon? Anyway. Sorry. I was thinking about large events in North say, America. Yoshi just shows up to like spy. He shows up as an attendee. Oh, that's true. He did. Do that spy. Uh, uh, yeah, outside of this, I th- think that's a and, and really, really quick. I want, I, want, I want to just call somebody on the but chat. Again, uh, well, yeah, because the chat's taking issue yeah. with what I said. Uh, Structurally, it's the, so far yeah, what we right. know is yes, the same. Yes, obviously not specifically the same. But right. uh, uh, Fuzrodasian says I'd be disappointed if they announce more info at PAX as Fan Fest is what that's supposed to be for. Okay, but also you have to realize between the last Fan Fest and Stormblood, you have how many months? And if they just poured all their info out at FanFest, all of that hype's going to peter out yep. when they say nothing I mean, nothing and we know Square Enix is good at hype. They're Come good on. at and, keeping and the hype going. And so yes. if they dumped all their info at the end of FanFest, that would have been stupid. So not, we know they didn't do that. Not just that. Not just that. But you want to put out there in a larger way the more attractive, bigger elements of your expansion, right? Announcing a job, that's not that big a deal to 99% of people who don't play FF14, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's that 1% who, when they saw Red Mage announced, they were like, oh, I'm in. I'm, I'm going to pick up Final Fantasy 14. Or the be- five people when they announced Samurai. Right. 
Okay, right? So among 99% of people who do not play FF14, those kinds of uh, those kinds of announcements don't mean dick. But they are a big deal to us as FF14 players, and they're going to continue to be a big deal to us. That's why you announce those at fan fests. That's why you announce those at your internal events and why in theory, you would save a big announcement like a conflicted zone for packs. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You talk about the new features that you're going to be adding in a venue that will get you the most press That base. will potentially draw in new players. Exactly. That's right. Because, yeah, if you do it at FanFest, everyone there is already an FF14 player. You do it at PAX, mm-hmm. anyone who happens to walk by and say, wow, that's awesome, is a potential new player. That's exactly right. Yep. Uh, Kuki mentioning, too, that uh, E3 is the week right before Stormblood. So it's possible, very, very, very likely that they'll have a, a demo of Stormblood there, similar to what they did with uh, Heaven's Word. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, that's kind of just, I mean... It means that we can't expect really any announcements out at E3. No, I mean, no. by that point, everything... Everything's set in we stone. Know. We know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Boxes are printed, yeah. So... This is um, an FF15. Uh, there is there. Uh, by the way, you can watch on Twitch. There is a uh, going to be a Q and A panel that's on <gasps> Saturday, March 11th at 12 p.m. Eastern. Guys, you know what, what they might announce at PAX? What? The benchmark. Get the fuck out of here. We where well, else, actually, where else are we going to get the benchmark from? They might. And is, apparently, that, is that really that big of a deal? The benchmark? Uh, oh, yeah. Th- that's where they show off like, a lot of the cool new stuff. Remember, th- this is when we're supposed to be getting unique uh, job-specific limit breaks, right? In Stormblood. They, I'm pretty sure they were actually one of the interviews we're going to read. I think they mentioned that the benchmark will show off all the job-specific limit all right. breaks. All right. Hmm. Okay. I, I would be disappointed if that was like the big thing that came okay, out of it. But do you remember how hyped the Heavensward benchmark was? Because it showed off Dark Knight. Yeah, I do. I don't really give a shit about this. Ooh, cool. We get to go to Weebville. Nice. Great. Although, then again, it also did show off like uh, that fucking, I don't even know what it's called, stupid paladin move that made it look like some super epic like shield block and it's dumb. And it wasn't was, that the, was that the benchmark where we first got to see the, the, the Dragoon? Dragoon yes. Shell okay, that Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was cool. But still, like, that didn't like sell the PAX East for me or sell yeah. the event for me. Actually, you know what I want now more than that? I want to see or hear all of Revolutions in the opening video. I would like that to would be cool. That. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd, be, be, I'd be okay for that. I'd be all right for that. It's not going to happen. But yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyway, again, Saturday, March 11th uh, at 12 p.m. EST is when that's going down. Uh, and you can watch that on Twitch or the official PAX East Twitch. So links to those are over at the Lodestone. Callow Haskatana and V for Nika hashtag Nikas White Knights. Not really sure where that came from, but okay. Katana Envy. Why do I have Katana Envy? By the way, something that it's we... It's a samurai joke about com- overcompensating. So wouldn't, wouldn't you be the one overcompensating? Because I do just fine with my daggers. He's saying, he's saying you're, you're jealous. Of your overcompensation? No, of my of me having a sword. But you just a said bigger that, sword than yours. But you just said the big sword is overcompensation. It, it, that's where the joke is coming from anyway. I don't, I don't really get it. It's not a good joke. Yeah, it was a bad joke. That was a PewDiePie level joke, except it didn't offend anybody. 
It offended my senses. I'm mad about it. I'm just sitting back and letting this conversation take place. Anyway, uh, thanks for uh, the donation. By the way, something that I wanted to mention we had we had talked about this on on one of the shows that we had a. Uh, we had moved the donation, uh, the minimum donation up to $5. We moved that back down to one, just so you know. To get it red. Yeah. 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 Because it was actually having just the sound effect and no no voice reading actually made my job harder. Yeah. Because then we would all just sit silently, right? No. No? No. Because no one would be silent. Oh. Because, and I would have to actually like listen for when it would happen in the background and go, okay, that's where it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's awful. Yeah. Instead of looking for the silence. Now it's actually, and people are asking why it's echoing. It's echoing because it's now recording to the recorder and making me do less work and getting your show out faster, you fuckwads. We're trying to make this easier on everybody. The downside is you get a little echo here. Yeah. Yeah. It's just what you have to put up with listening live. Don't listen to the show on uh, fucking YouTube. We ha- we have to listen to it too. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh so yeah, again links over at uh the Lodestone. Uh season 3 of The Feast has officially closed. Top 4 players on uh Aether Data Center all from Balmung. <laughs> Apparently PVP is big on Balmung. Oh, Who'd have thought? Uh, Did they all role play their uh, acceptance speeches and then getting their trophies and stuff? Probably not. <laughs> anyway. Why would that be a question you're even asking? I don't believe you. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah. Um, that's that's done. That's Season, great. Yeah. There, I'll, there's a lot of people who are really frustrated about the feast, especially after they added the or took away the the chat and uh now i, I guess it's just it's dead it, no one no one's doing it really yeah well who, we've got no, an e- i think we've got an email event still i think we've got an email about it the feast uh no they're it? doing pvp for the garo they're event, doing the pvp oh, they're, they're doing yeah you don't lines? yeah exactly yeah uh, okay yeah you can still get wolf marks and from doing the feast though right I believe so. Yeah. So honestly, you yeah. don't just have to do front lines. You can do any PvP but to no, get Garo yeah, stuff. Nobody's doing the feast. So, mm-hmm. uh, Little Ladies Day starts March first. Oh, good. Yeah, oh. it's awesome. Oh my god, you get to be an anime idol. Oh, it's the best. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna stand up and do the dance right now. See what I'm wearing? I'm wearing the idol outfit. If you guys have ever seen like Love Live or any of that bullshit, that's exactly what this is. <laughs> And it's the best thing ever. I love that you actually describe it as bullshit. It totally is. Idol is like even people who love idols call themselves idol trash. Like that's how it is. That's just what it is. But like this is the best fucking dance in the entire world. Your mouth actually moves because you're actually singing a song while you're dancing. And it's amazing. Like there's a whole entire troop of like a, like a like 10 Mikote in Eldala just doing it. And it was hilarious. I love it. I love it. I love the silence. <laughs> Damn it, I'm sorry. It's because broke. we all walked away, Nika. I got well, look nothing for this. Look how cute I look doing it. No, oh you're God. not. You look hideous. And I look, you look so cute. You look, I don't even have enough negative words for how terrible you look. It's so cute. Oh, ah. look at my mouth go. I'm a pop star. I'm a... I, I, and what is it? The, the name of the achievement is called Aorzia's Idol. You really love this, don't you? <laughs> I really do. 
know. Oh it's so God. funny. How? I don't even like idol anime. I think they're really silly and kind of pointless, but I love the dance. All right. Great. All right. So yeah, we're announcing the bright eyed superstars. This is going to be even worse. Oh, Wait, what is that? Uh, it is a contest that's going to be going on here. I believe it starts up next month and it is a talent competition. I believe. Yes. Uh, take a screenshot of up to eight of your most cherished champions as you show off your most glamorous side to dazzle all of Aorzia. up to 50 prize winners will be selected from the North American region from qualifying entries and awarded with prizes listed below. So you get the arm and choker, the scarf of wondrous wit, the Mandragora choker, bluebird earring and noble barding. Aorzian idol. Is what it is. It's it's a fucking glamour competition. Okay, sure cool. is. Whatever. Wait, didn't we have one of those once? I don't know. Uh, well, we we were, I know we've judged a house organizing contest. We were the judges for one. No, we had a glamour contest once because wasn't it? Uh, no, well they took screenshots of themselves and sent it in. Yeah. Yeah. Was that that's different? That's different. No. 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 Fapping was different because oh, yeah. I think our winner was like someone who had done like a, a Jean Gr- or a, a Phoenix cosplay or something like that. Oh, I remember yeah. that now. Yep. Yeah. That was around the same time we did the uh, the talent competition, right? If we would something I don't create know. like the LBR, like someone did like a fresh oh Prince LBR thing. fan art. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. all this? Wasn't this? Yeah, this was that for was for the book. We got at fan fest and stuff. That was for away. the book. Yeah, yeah the book. Yeah. Uh, new optional items have been added to the cash shop. All right, we got to talk about this really quickly. We got to talk about this. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't think of of a way to properly express like you dancing around in your little thingy or whatever, right? But mm-hmm. someone in the chat they did it perfectly. Uh, Malave nineteen ninety said it's lipstick on a pig. <laughs> Perfect. What? No. Burn. That that now that burn could have been better. Uh. So. Uh, <laughs> they have lipstick on. Fail. These are uh, the these emojis that they've added. Emojis, emo- emotes, the, whatever. The backflip is kind of cool, but I've already seen some really, really for really seven fucking dollars. No, yeah, I no, feel like the these back- should be like three dollars each. But seven is a bit. Yeah. Yeah, seven is a fucking ride, man. That's I'd, ridiculous. The, uh, I'd like to go ahead and send a personal thank you to Square Enix for not using a Mikote for that face down, ass up picture. Right I've already there. seen the Fap in the Realms on Twitter, man. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. All over oh, the place. yeah, Nika. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Although I will say somebody in Idleshire today's name was Zach Fair and they were playing dead and I thought that was funny. Uh, <laughs> I got yeah, a chuckle out of that. Uh, new uh, hashtag fapping the realm contest. <laughs> you know, it's been a long time since we've done a fapping the realm. Not contest. every race has that. Guess what? Thing. Guess what? The buy in is seven dollars. You need to play dead. About <laughs> Sorry. It no, is. no, let's do it. Let's do a new Fapping the Realm contest. Uh, uh, grab uh, something from our prize closet right there, Escalia. Uh, we have a prize closet? Uh, uh, every, basically, everything up there is a, a considered a prize closet. All right, we're going with this. What is what that? What am I holding? That is a gigantic FF14 bag. Oh, giant FF14. That's a Heaven's Word tote bag. That's a word tote oh, bag. my God. God. This it's is like awesome. A, it's a beach bag. Yeah, it's gigundous. You could put a small dead body in that. Oh, yeah. You could haul you it. Could you, a lala fell in here. Yeah, easy. you could haul a dead lala in there. A playing easy. dead lala fell. No, or a real dead lala fell, preferably. I don't think you would even have to cut up the body. Probably not. You no, could haul. Not. You could haul a cut up Rogadin in that if you really wanted to. Yeah, a lot of cutting up. I mean, yeah, yeah. You'd yeah, have you, to wood chipper that, but yeah, you'd have to play Tetris with it. But yeah, but you could do it. Mm-hmm. It's a big bag. It's is a what big we're bag, saying, and it's got it's heaven's worth themed. Hashtag fapping the realm. 
You, we want to see your sexiest screenshots. And Hashtag irrelevant because Stormblood. And uh, <laughs> if you if you win, you get a gigantic Heavensward bag. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, seven. Seriously, seven fucking dollars for a That's play. Ridiculous. Play that in backflip a moment. What the fuck? Like they they could be like seven. Yeah, I feel like. It should be like $7 for the both of them, but if you buy them both, you actually get them for 6 or something. How much was the Zantetsuken emote? Dude, that was like a... What? That was like well, a... You, no, you had to buy the statue. That, that came, came with the statue. With the statue. How much was the statue? It was like $150? 130 or... 130 Oh my <sighs> God. It was range. something ridiculous. Oh but I mean, that's how much a really good quality statue should cost. Yeah, I mean, it, like... And it comes if, with the emote. If the statue is really good, that's fine, but like... Anytime I see someone do the Zantetsuken emote, my first thought is like, you dropped 130 bucks to be able to do that. I think I think three bucks for the emotes. Yeah, three bucks. I would probably buy them seven. I'm a little hesitant. I'm not buying anything for seven bucks. Like not not an emote. I'm not buying anything. That's stupid. The backflip is kind of cool, though. Get for seven bucks. I should be able to do that natively as a ninja. Yeah, that's fair. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Uh, patch 3.55A. Wow. I, I got to tell you, I read through these patch notes. I was thinking like, did they even need to release patch notes? Because they just said, hey, a patch came out. Figure no, it out. No, no, not even that. But do you remember back in the days when, when they needed to change something or fix something? They'd just do it. We'd refer to it as like a ninja patch or the something. Ninja patch, yeah. Like, yeah, you don't actually have to give this a number and a letter and a military designation or whatever. Like, this is a little bit too much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, so uh, we've got the anima uh, weapon. The final stage of that is out. You can now go 275 with your anima weapon. Uh, which I mean, whatever. It's super easy. All you have to do is literally run the hard modes of every primal. The, all oh, wow. all of this is super easy. Yeah. Like I mean, I know they said it would be a victory lap, and I get that. But like, at least make it the extreme modes of every primal. Yeah. Make you feel like you're like doing something. And literally, the hard modes. The first like six, you can just unsync and kill with three people. It's so. You can dumb. do that with most of the extremes. Yeah, you can. But I feel like the extremes, at least especially the more recent ones, would make it feel like a little bit. Wait, 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 wait. Not even the Heaven's Ward primals. No, hard mode. Yeah. Wow. uh, Wow. So, so, so the 2.0 series hard mode primals. Yep. Like no, what? and the heavens were no, yeah, no, and the heavens were oh. every, 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 every single oh. still, still though, still. still, like all the way from two through heavens were oh every primal heart. It's still dumb bullshit. Yeah. Uh, in addition, yeah. uh, you can now trade in a uh, identif- unidentifiable bone shell or in seeds for a crystal sand if you're still on that phase, like I am. Although now you that I've seen loser. my dude, I've seen my final stage anima, and it's worse than the Alexandrian weapon. So don't care. Stats wise, you mean? Yeah. Wait, I thought you get to develop your own stat. Yeah, you, you do. do. But the Alex weapon's uh, still better for best in slot. Wow. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Uh, they've added in the uh, basically Wondrous Tales for Crafter Gatherer. Uh, so if you're a Crafter Gatherer, that's sweet for you. Is and, it? Yeah. <laughs> is it really? Uh, I mean. It, it is because I know that script, like our, our, our chef in our group, you know, Scalia, you should care because he needs scripts and stuff to craft us the good food that he gives us for free. Just, I buy my buy own good so, food. It's not expensive. He gives the, the really good food. Absolutely is. Are you nah, kidding? How much? Rage your food how is much? absolutely how expensive. Much? How much? I don't know. Right, I don't you are it. ridiculously rich. Your your view of Gil is a little skewed. That is also very true. But so I mean, he needs scripts and scripts are difficult to come by because they're just hard to get. So this will help. This will help our group. You can only like this, Scalia. Uh, sure. 
I mean, it's fine. It, it just doesn't affect me that much, but I mean, Correct. yeah, it's fine. Uh, maybe the most offensive thing to drop in this uh, patch, Proto Ultima's been added in. Oh my God, can we please like rage all over this? Absolutely. So they've added in Proto Ultima. He's not his own fight or his own duty. He's just in Dune Scathe now. Wait, what? What? Yeah. Uh, you're, yeah do you like, remember on your real, way up so to, dumb. You remember right before you fight Scat Hatch, you have the fight against uh, that little succubus out in the courtyard? Yeah. That has been replaced with Proto Ultima. <laughs> she has been <laughs> yanked out, it. and Proto Ultima is now there. What? what? Yes. And it's balls easy, and it's stupid. It's what stupid. Is, it, it's drop? easier than the Ultima from FanFest. Uh, if you have the quest flagged to take him on, he'll drop you an item that lets you get like the either the body the piece or the accessory. Are you and that's a weekly shitting quest. me? Wait, oh. it's so fucking lazy. There's a body piece? Yeah, there's that. There, it's a glamour body. Yeah. It's, it's really cool looking, actually, but you can't dye it, which is also bullshit. Yeah, and then, the, and then the accessories, which, again, for Dragoon, none of the accessories are best in slot, so don't care. Why do they even bother saying that it was previously only playable at the FanFest? Bullshit! It's easier than the FanFest one, it's for e- sure. Oh, it's easier than the FanFest version was, too. Like, I mean, I, I can't say definitively that it is, but it sure feels... Oh, wait, my level's higher now. So what is that, that fucking nonsense? Like it's, is the absolute laziest way what, they could have implemented this. N- n- not to mention, how does suddenly putting Proto Ultima in Dune Scathe make any sense lore-wise it in doesn't. any you way talk whatsoever? Goblin, talk to the fucking goblin and he goes, um, there's a thing that's kind of there now. Can you go fight it and bring me the thing back? Like, there's literally no lore to it at all. Wow. It's horrible. It's stupid and lazy, and I'm really pissed off because I was really hoping that having a trial like at FanFest, as easy as it was, is at least kind of a prototype for having big tier how do you not, in the future. How do you not just but, copy and paste that? Right. Like, because, yeah. Because they could see the response and then see how raids like that could work in the future, but. What, did they not want to have to adjust the duty finder or something? Like, that's I so fucking, fucking lazy. It's so stupid. It, it's literally a treasure bomb. Like it doesn't get a treasure. You don't get a treasure chest after it. You just have to have the the, I quest, am, the weekly quest flagged. I am offended on like a personal level by this. <laughs> yeah, like the very first time, like I heard it was in Dunscape. I thought it was going to replace like the first or second boss in there. Like not a trash mob. Proto Ultima, <laughs> yeah. and it's a trash mob. Like like at the very least. Okay, if you were gonna do this, at the very least, make a separate path that goes off to the side. Like it's an optional boss, and try to craft. Some type that would have been interesting. Even even if Kate Sith just blathers off some stuff, come up with some type of fucking lore reason on why the fuck it's th- like. Oh my god! So, I, I actually, Kahlo, that suggestion of having it be an optional boss, like, hey, if we've got time, let's take on Proto Ultima, and it should be a time sink. Like, if you're gonna take on Proto Ultima as an optional boss, it should take up so much time that it's like, man, I if you're really good you can definitely take down proto ultima and still finish out but the thing is is that you're gonna get people through the duty finder that don't want to do that fuck them who gives a shit so then you're gonna end up at at proto ultima with only like 16 people and then not be able to win but like here's how easy this stupid fight is my group the other night in dunscathe was awful they were so bad but we cleared proto ultima and then proceeded to wipe three times on scathatch and we just uh, we disbanded after that, like they couldn't beat Scathatch, but they could beat Proto Ultima. So they got their so they got their gear upgrade. N- or it- no, I think you have to actually clear Dunscape to get it, don't you? Uh, because no, the, the quest for a Proto Ultima says queue up for Dunscape in the Duty Finder. 
I think it doesn't say defeat Proto Ultimate. Oh, okay. okay. I, th- right. I think he just drops it, but I could be wrong about no, that. No, because when I, what I, I noticed when I, um, because he doesn't drop an item at all. You, yeah. get, it, you get a key item, and I know that the little green check mark didn't appear until I left Dunscape. Okay, so you have to clear Dunscape. Okay. okay. All right. All right. That's a little better. But yeah. still, like, it's such a waste of Proto Ultima. It really is. Because they said Proto Ultima would be dropping, you know, like semi relevant gear and shit. Yeah, the, the gear is very relevant. It's, yeah. it's 270 accessories, and they're, about half of them are actually pretty good. But, so, like, so the weekly quest to get it, but it's still stupid. Yeah. So basically they just found a lazy way to throw it in there and to add the weekly to your, uh, your Alliance raid. Yeah. Cause that's basically what that is. That's just, that's the, it's kind of a similar weekly quest to what we had with crystal tower, right? You had that weekly reset where, well, but that made you do all three actually, right? It did. Yeah. 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 But you still so have to do a little three different. if you want to get the upgrade items. So but. it's a little different. It's a little vi- it's a little bit of a variation, but still sort of the same concept. God damn, that pisses me off. This could have been so cool. It could have been a 24 man primal like duty it's finder. It's so event. uninspired. And I think that's what? my problem. Like like here's my thing too. Uh, all right, first of all, if you're going to do something, why half ass it? All right. So to me, doing something this lazy means you actually have time to properly implement this. So what else is going on? Like, like are you re- are you re- still dedicating that much time and resources to like Stormblood stuff right now? Hey, when we were at FanFest, where did the Proto Ultima fight take place? It took place in kind of like a Void Scent looking world, didn't it? I thought it was somewhere up in Oz's Law. Maybe it was. I just remember it looking like fucking Ifrit Arena. It was red and dumb. Not as dumb as this. this like, it looks like it kind of looks like so the original Ultima Arena, just bigger or something. So much dumber. I was not looking. To be fair, I was not looking at the arena. Yeah, I, I wasn't. Either. I mean, like, it was fine at FanFest. I didn't expect it to be stupid hard at FanFest, but like, once it's in the game and now our eye level's a little higher, I would have thought they'd made it tougher, but no. I would have thought, yeah, but and why change the structure? It's already built. It's already built. I don't understand this. Yeah. It's it's a very strange decision. It's a yeah. stupid decision. <sighs> uh, in addition to that, we've had the new map added for the feast, and sudden death has been added into feast matches. Has this helped the feast at all? Uh, pipe up in the chat. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. If you're I wouldn't feaster. think it is because I mean Probably I think not. the feast suffers from a few problems. A, they took out the option to chat. Right. Okay. B, they have to put up with possibly uh, the Garo event people going into the feast, which makes the people who are actually doing the feast stop doing it. So now queues are probably going to become longer. So even the Garo people stop doing it. I know, and, and nobody can tell the Garo people how to play because they don't have a chat. And so, yeah, <laughs> it just just dies. It just dies. The feast is dead. I think that's about all the important stuff out of this patch. Important in, in, in the heaviest of quotes. Yeah, really not much there. When do, when does B drop? Do we know? That is end of March or is it beginning of April? I think it's end of March. God, it can't it can't happen soon enough. I mean, I I'm re- hopefully hopefully they're having to put uh you, you know they're they're putting some good genuine work into the, the new diadem diadem rework. Oh, God, yeah. I hope so. That's the only thing that will 
help me get past this trash can fire. What's going to carry is if, is if that's what they're doing. If they're putting a bunch of work yeah. into Diadem, so like we don't really have time for this proto ultimate thing, just put it into the raid, blah, 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 blah. And Diadem comes out and it's like, holy shit, this will hold us over till Stormblood. I will forgive you, Yoshi. But the thing is, Diadem is coming at the end of the month. Why not just wait on proto ultimate and give it to us later? When they can actually in a more in, in a more satisfying way, yeah. Yeah. Put Proto Ultima new diadem. That that, that, that would have made sense. Thought. That's what a lot of us were like. Oh, I bet Proto Ultima is going to be a part of the new diadem because it's twenty four man. So exactly. many people were predicting that already. So yeah. I don't know why they didn't just do that. Yeah, that so makes more. Stupid. That makes I'm more. Like so way more sense. Uh, also, Kuki's saying that the next one is tentative. They've said March seventh, fourteenth, twenty first. Wow, they really got to narrow down. Jesus. So, so end March. of March. Yeah, sometime in March. Well, it's oh not going to be God. Tuesday. I don't think. I wouldn't think it would be Tuesday. No. This is ridiculous. Again, guys, if you want to call the show Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord if you want to call in on uh, Discord. And but, guys, please, please call in and tell me, because I got to tell you, I was sitting around the other night. We were trying to plan out some ideas for the show. And I was just sitting there thinking, like, right now I'm playing three nights a week. And that's the most that I've been playing in the last year, probably. But it's only because I'm raiding. It's Monday, Tuesday, Thursday for raid night. And then maybe an extra hour on Thursday to do any reset stuff that I have to get done. But if I wasn't doing that, and I'm just being frankly honest with you guys, if I wasn't doing that, I'd have probably uninstalled right now. Because there's nothing else that I'm doing that's really interesting. You could be an Aorthian idol. Is your hard drive space at that much of a premium? Fair and all right. Fair enough. I wouldn't you be playing. Yeah, okay. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! You can't unsub. You have veteran rewards. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> save up for. Yeah, but they're getting rid of those soon. Okay. Well, when they get rid of them, fine. Then we'll also, unsub. The, also the veteran rewards. Aren't but that but I need that squall outfit so I can run around in front of a Scalia wearing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'd actually have to log in to do that. With we, we do need my, that squall outfit with my pet wyvern out. Oh my god! Did they say there was gonna be a squall outfit? That's oh, the next oh, one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, why oh, yeah, have yeah, I missed yeah. that announcement? Because you're terrible. I raged about it. He really uh, did. I, I did. I don't know where you were. Probably at some convention. Probably the day that I wasn't here. Yeah. yeah. But it got me to thinking, like, and we can ask people in the room and we can ask everyone in the chat. I want you guys to call them. What the hell are you actually doing right now in FF14? And more importantly, you've, we've got three months, a full season still till Stormblood. What are you planning on doing? And I don't mean to how call, are, Yeah. How are you going to get through the summer? Don't call in and tell me, you know, hey, go level up all your other jobs. Yeah, we right, don't want to hear that shit. There's plenty of other stuff that you could do. I'm actually... If, if you're, you're not going actually, going If you're do? not actually doing it right now, I yeah. don't want to hear about it. I don't... Because I, I can already hear it. I can already hear the people calling up and going, well, there's so many different things you could do. You could level a job to a 50 that you don't have. Absolutely. You know, and you try could. a crafting job. And, right. and you could, but I'm not going to. And the point is, I don't think most people are going to. And so my question just is like, what are you, what's your actual plan? What right. are you planning to do for the next three months? And by the way, the answer, I'm probably going to log in once a week and do my reset stuff is perfectly valid at this point. No one's blaming you if that's your answer. Also, what if my answer is I've already got everything to 60, so literally what do I do now? I, Don't tell me level an alt because I've already leveled everything doing it. Do it like I understand leveling something new, leveling a new job, but leveling right. a job I've already leveled again is not really appealing. And, so like but, someone like me was literally everything at 60, every quest done, what do I do now? And Nika, right. I think you're kind of in the same spot as I am. We both log into raid. And outside mm-hmm. of that, I log we in to become much. an idol in New Orleans, yeah. Great. I'm going to try. This, 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 guys, this is what I'm going to do. Let's become a band. We'll tour Yosia. I put on shows Muter. and make some money. Muter. 
Muter! <laughs> no. No. I, None I, of that. I, I just can't think of any other that. idea. That's the only idea I can but think of. But that's kind of the point. We have, we have one more half patch to take us to to, to Stormblood. Not, not Guys, much. it's going to get rough. Yeah. Yeah. So my, I'm, my question to you is, if you have an idea, what's your plan? Call uh, in. Let us know. What's the, what's the idea? So let's go to our phone lines right now and talk to Soteria of Gilgamesh. What's up, Soteria? Sorry, I'm calling hey, you how's now. how's it going, everybody? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. So I, I got nothing for, you know, what to do for three months because I unsub back in that lull. Are you going to savage Nika? 3.1. I got nothing for her either. Damn it. Admittedly. Why'd you call? Because I wanted your opinion on something. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, my opinion's important, so go ahead. Well, fair enough. So... I think the biggest problem we have is the lack of horizontal gear progression. Because if there was something that you could do for that, that would solve a lot of this lull time between patches because you could have other gear you could get to kind of augment your time doing something else. Yeah. I would say that would only be valid, though, if there was actually a reason to have multiple gear sets. Like, if there were different bosses that required different gear sets that you would need the horizontal progression for then that'd be fine because you already have bis even if there's even if there's other options like if you're already clearing the content with what you have it's actually probably a little bit boring to go get gear you don't actually need yeah the reason there was a boss to fight that could use that gear the reason that you spent the time to go get those various gears is oh i have a weapon skill set that i need and oh i have a haste set yeah that's how that worked and until, like, unless there's something like that in 14 to necessitate using a different gear set, or unless they start introducing enemies that are weak to different stats or something like that, so you could stat yourself in a different mm-hmm. way, there's no reason for that. Yeah, I mean, if there was a whole bunch of different types of enemies, like ones like we have now... Oh. I believe the reason there is a tentative is because Diadem had a critical error with it. Maybe. Uh, that... Is possible. Mm. I don't think I've heard that, but yeah, it's possible. But like, if they had like the monsters we have now, where we use like the crit, you know, the crit uh, armor sets we have now, and then there was another boss that literally is like you'd have ten million accuracy to even hit it because it's dodging all over the place or something, and you had to have an accuracy set. That kind of thing would work, but I don't know if they're ever going to put. Yeah, that much unfortunately, it, it, so long as there's so long as we're going on the whole best in slot type uh, system, even if there was three, four, five, six different gear sets, you would just go. For the one that the was one BIS and best the in slot. Cool. And then, of course, you have the glamour people who are already getting all the gear all over the place anyhow. Well, and even that, even for, I think for most glamour people, you don't go get everything. You get what you want. You no. Know, looks cool. You target you those, and get, once you've got it, you stop. If you are a real concierge of glamour, then you do get everything. And the concierge. reason why you get everything Escalia. And Nika, I'm talking. The reason you get everything is because when you glamour, you don't just go, oh, I'm going to wear this set today. I'm going to wear this set today. And if you are one of those people, you're a fucking peasant, okay? The real way to do glamour is to make it from scratch. And the rules to making glamour from scratch is that you never use two pieces from the same set at the same time. And you always try to pick a different one Every time. So yeah, sure, that body piece is really good and it goes with a lot of stuff, but I've already used that once in the past three months, so I can't go back to it even if I change it a different color because people are going to know and I can't have that kind of negativity being associated with me. That's the true way to do glamour. And even then, ugly sets, sometimes a single piece will come in handy. So no, you don't just pick and choose. You get everything or you're a fucking poser. 
I want to point out. Triggered. I want to point out in a room that has a cosplayer and a transgender person. One, you're the one getting the most upset about fashion. Look, I'm just <laughs> saying, glamour's the real endgame. It's not fashion. It's glamour. There's a difference. Thank you very much for the call. Appreciate it. If you want to call Limit Break Radio, <laughs> Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. You've given that speech before, haven't you? A couple of times. Yeah. A few times. Juxta shares the same sentiment. Okay. His taste is slightly different, but same sentiment. Is, by slightly different, do you mean worse? Uh, there was a time where he put on an entire PvP glamour and then dyed each one like a color of the rainbow. He looked like Voltron. It was terrible. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I just wear blue on every glamour that I ever do. so dumb, Nika. You're so dumb. Blue's the best color. If I could push your character off a cliff, I would do it. Well, your character's not even in the studio, so nice try. I'm a ninja. Of course I'm Uh there. You just can't see me. Why Uh Why are you not in the studio again this week? Ninja. That's not a good enough excuse. Ninja. Anyway, all right. So I think the point is he is in the studio. We just can't see him. Ah. We've got a couple of uh, interviews to check out. These are post fan fest interviews. We always get these. We always get a couple of them. We've got three to check out today. Holy cow. Uh, one from Dengeki, one from Famitsu, and one from Game Watch. Uh, so the first one we've got here is uh, from Game Watch. And, uh, what, uh, Scully, why don't you sure. uh, tell us a little bit about that? So, Game Watch uh, asks uh, two new jobs, Samurai and Red Mage, will be implemented. All of the DPS jobs up until now had some kind of support skill in their arsenal. Is that not the case for Samurai? And Yoshida replied, uh, with the battle system revamp, we will be removing the additional skills and introduce a new system called Role Shared Actions. Not limiting the question to only Samurai, other DPS's support actions will also be looked into. Many actions that are useful and shared at the moment will be put into the Role Shared Action category. Therefore, it's better to talk about Role Shared Actions rather than only Samurai. Mm, all right. Now look, 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 look. I when they talked about the whole battle system revamp, like I know they got a lot of people excited and, and and I was amongst them, okay? But one of the things that I think plagues MMOs nowadays, uh, uh ones that have been around for a while, so you know, your your Final Fantasy 14s, your World of Warcraft, is in the sake for the sake of balance, you get job homogenization. Oh yeah. Okay? Absolutely. We've talked about that here before. Mm-hmm. It happens all over the place. And it's a tricky subject because I think that there's some merits to doing it, but there's also some downfalls to doing it. And overall, I think that probably for the the balance of the game, it's probably a, a decent thing. But when it comes down to playing each job, so long as they feel like they're playing differently, I guess I'm okay with them doing the same thing. And now Square Enix has said that that's one of the things that they want to focus on with the battle system retool going into Stormblood is that each job is going to feel and play distinctively different, even if they're doing the same thing. Okay, that's cool. But for some reason now, all I'm imagining is that you're opening up this menu that everybody has access to that just has all of the you know the the shared ones blood for blood mm-hmm. mantra mm-hmm. uh invigorate In right release and now everybody has access to those and and for some reason just that idea doing it that way just seems like the 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 grossest version of homogenization no, I i've agree. ever contemplated and i hate it Here, you just, you if all the tanks get all the tank things how are the tanks going to feel different i mean i totally agree with you here's, here's my yeah. question 
Uh, you mentioned Blood for Blood. You uh, you hate Dragoon. I think that's safe to say, right? Yeah. yeah. It's dumb. I mean, yeah, you hate it. It's not its fault. I mean, it was just created that way. Sure, it's sure. Like, it's like the redheaded retard stepchild of the family. Could part of this be, and I'm not saying all, but a part of this be that you leveled Dragoon enough to get Blood for Blood, and had this been the case always, you wouldn't have had to do that. No, not necessarily, because if I remember correctly, the reason I had to do that was, didn't I, like, lose there, Yeah, you of, lost a bet. I lost some type of wager with a yeah. no, it was No, it was that somebody in the chat said they would donate a Patreon if you did it. Yeah, so I had to do it. Right, right. It was an ultimatum. Yeah. So, um, I, I, okay, so, yeah, I do think that this is some homogenization but at the same time we already talked about this we had talked about this on uh earlier shows where we talked about the uh battle revamp and the new ui that we're supposed to be getting and all we really know about this new ui is that some of the intention behind it is that they're going to make the jobs feel like they play more uniquely through mm-hmm. the UI. Which is commendable. Right. So but the whole thing is that they, they claim they're going to feel more unique, yet they're telling us how they're going to make them more similar. So but again, where, where uh, but again, again, this is this is a this makes the development of the game and the development of the balancing easier on Square Enix while putting the variable on the player right mm-hmm. if you have some kind of ui variable that's adjusting the mathematical you know input that's going into your damage calculation then you can mathematically make all of the tanks identical and part of doing that is making abilities like these available across the board do I think that's a smart way to do it? No, probably not. I think you probably should have to, like you do now, level that job to have access to it. But that it's not necessarily cross-classed. It's just available for the, you know, available for that. Maybe um, they will still do it that way. Who knows? They might. We don't know. We don't know. But if it's just available uh, you know, out out of the gate, off the rip to anyone who who wants it. Um, you know, just as long as your level hits, you know, 35 and you get access, access to, to the shared abilities. Yeah. To blood for blood as a shared ability. I think that's a poor way to do it. Yeah. I think that's a very poor way to do it, especially when you have um, jobs that are are circumventing the leveling system now. I mean, it takes a lot of the nuance out of the leveling system and puts the emphasis on the end game, puts the emphasis on the end portion of the games so if you're going to put the emphasis on the players being at the end levels then why don't you only develop for that why are we (laughs) wasting time why are we wasting time and development energy putting shit in the game like lords of verminion or trying to figure out how to make an equitable play environment for lower level players or come out with what was it eight absolutely trashy things for the store but then be like but you know what it's too hard to do Kryle's outfit right <laughs> right the, it, it's it, it like on some level i mean about the store on some level i really feel like i'm being nickeled and dimed at this point but you know even more than that like i think i you know i i think that square enix does have a development issue 
that they need to solve that it that comes down to balancing and if you make the and i made this case on the last episode if you make the jobs more mathematically equal it's easier to balance the game dev side does that make it more fun i don't know i gotta see the way that the new ui plays because the new ui again that puts the variable on the player right think of like think of the radial target that you have in pokemon go you've got variables there somewhere it 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 matters where on that ring you uh you are when your ball connects with the pokemon right Mm -hmm. if you have those kinds of ui variables that you're now suddenly having to work into your rotation it adds a element of dynamics to fights that we have been asking for and it balances mathematically on the dev side the jobs to make them easier to balance among each other all of the jobs already operate like each other they're already kind of carbon copies of one another they just have different you know different conditions different names and animations right yeah yep yep and so making that more so I don't think that necessarily detracts from anything. I think that homogenization without thought to where you add the variables and the dynamics is bad. Mm -hmm. If we were keeping the same UI, if we were keeping the same battle structure, I would say that all of those things are bad. But because because, you know, fundamentally, we're getting a a revamp of the way that the game plays and feels, I think that. It, it's actually not as bad as or dire as you're as you're making it out to be let's hope not i just like they're already jobs like you say they feel so homogenized and i said when we first saw the job when we first saw red mage reveal i want to go play red mage this job looks awesome and the god the more i think about them I'm like oh my god i'm gonna level another dps class am i out of my fucking mind have fun with those cues Oh, well. Now, Annie and Callow get the play daddy mode to show how they truly feel about this patch as. <laughs> the what emote? The play the pl- so you emote. donated $14 so that you and Annie can both get the play dead emote to show how you feel about this patch. <laughs> Outstanding. But I like. Nice one, Ryoku. I, I feel like I. Why would I level up another DPS class? Because you're out of your mind. Clearly, I. Oh my god! I I could see the value in doing a tank or a healer, but I don't know if I can do it. Oh, I know yeah. I said I wanted to, but and I I want to make Juxta mad. But I don't know if I have it in me to do no, another DPS you, class. You have it in you to make Juxta mad. Yes, you must always always do your best to breed misery all around you. That's what you do. That is the the Dick Ninja way. Well, that's the LBR way. I think. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Um, so yeah, I'm not I'm not quite as ready to jump off the bridge as you guys are. I don't think that this is necessarily the worst thing. Oh no, I do yeah. think that they have to do something to make it easier for them to wrap their heads around to balance. I agree. It's not. Look, it, I mean, it's it's simply not FF11 anymore. Like the job structure in that game was so nuanced and so complicated. I was actually thinking about that the other day. Like, why would I be? Lev- why was I willing to level two DD classes there, but not two DPS classes in 14? Right. And a lot of that was like 
because there was so much difference in the jobs and they weren't afraid to have jobs be useless, basically, you were willing to have your favorite job that you leveled up and then the other job that you leveled up for the purposes <laughs> of getting gear for your favorite job. Yeah. That's all I could think of. Like, that's the only reason I could think of, like, why would I be willing to do it in, a, in 11 where it was significantly harder to level a job? That was, like, the only reason I ever thought about leveling another job in 11 was to be able to get gear for my Dark Knight. Yeah, I, exactly. How no, horrible is that? No one is going to get me any gear for my dragoon however if i level up a paladin or something like that right i can go to events on that exactly. and then maybe they'll give me some dragoon gear I don't, that'll be it's like because no one's no one's bidding for it that's bonus points for the link shell like that's oh right. we got a paladin and he doesn't even want paladin gear that's great <laughs> uh we got to get to some calls we've got five calls holy on cow here. yeah all right let's go to uh our phone lines and talk to doris of tonberry what's up doris Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Um, yeah, I was just... Um, sorry, can you can you guys oh, hear yeah. me? Oh, yeah. yeah. Gotcha, did, did you call to Savage Nika? Uh, no, not quite. Oh, no one's going Savage Mode on Nika, that's sad. Thank you, I like you. Guys you. are disappointing me. Shut up, Nika. I like yeah, you too. I'm just... Sorry, just to answer your question from earlier, like um, what I'm doing in 14. Yeah. Not much. Um, I'm just... Doing my um, doing scape uh, weekly and getting my four fifty scriptures, but apart from that, I've just been playing a different game. So okay, so it's not just me because that's what I felt like. I'm logging in, I'm doing my raids, and I'm doing my weekly stuff for like an hour, and then that's it. If I wasn't doing the raiding, what would there be? Well, right. of course it's not just you. You're the one that's marked the noticeable difference in server population. <laughs> you idiot. Fair enough. Logs on, doesn't see anybody. Homo, oh, are anyone logging on? It's <laughs> <laughs> just me here. Uh, it's okay. It's okay with, Yo with uh, Yoshi if I play a different game anyway. Well, that's what he said exactly. Like, if you're bored, go play another game. That was the yeah, worst we, thing for him to say. Wait, the thing is, we all just we all just talked about how on uh, FEC that we have like ten million games we were going to play between now and then. Absolutely, so. yeah. See now, no. exactly. We have an excuse. We have other we have other shows that we need to be able to talk about other games for. <laughs> Okay, there's there's like a reason why some of us aren't logging into 14 because we have to spread our attention to other places. No, 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 we have to, but we want to. No, we, we have, no, we have to. I had to watch IEM Katowice <laughs> this weekend so that I could talk about it on Checkpoint. Hey, you know what's an awful League of Legends tournament? IEM Katowice, where freaking Flash Wolves makes it to the end and wins. Let me, that garbage team from EU. Let me tell you something, Nika. When you hear yourself on the radio in four cities syndicated across across the United States, it actually does kind of hammer home like I should Not probably I, I should it. probably invest myself a little I bit more in the stuff that I'm, I'm talking, talking about, about, right? Yeah. Like that's why I went to a friend's house who got a switch and I played it for two hours yesterday so that I could have something to say about it. Like it actually does kind of change the game a little bit. And it has been dude, it has been so difficult for me to log on. There will be nights where I'm like, I have the intention. Even on Tuesday Tuesday reset day, I'd love to log on. 
I, but something ends up getting mm-hmm. in front of that. Something ends up getting in the way of that, and I can never end up making the time. Now, in Ascalia's defense, and I think maybe even uh, uh, Nero, you can attest to this too. There are things I want to do, right? Like there's stuff Absolutely. in games I'd like to do. Absolutely, um, I, I want to be able to. I'd like to cap tomes each week, or at least to get to like you know the final item level. I want to complete my animal. I'd like to do bird farming runs, right? But on top of the fact that I have so many other games to play, Horizon, Mass Effect's coming out, I haven't barely touched For Honor, I've still only done the two hours of Resident Evil 7 in VR, all of that aside, there's something about when I do actually log in and I'm standing there that like all of my motivation escapes me, even though there's stuff that I can do and, and on a certain level want to do, it just, something's been sucked away and I don't even necessarily know what it is or why. Now I want to be clear. I want to be clear about something because this sounds a whole lot like we're complaining about having to play video games. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. And that's not what I'm saying. And I want to refocus because the where FF14 ranks on our priorities list is important. How compelled do you feel to log into 14? And for now, two patch cycles, I have felt uncompelled, completely and utterly uncompelled to log in. Now, some of that has to be placed on me. Like some of that is definitely my responsibility and it also, you know, there are other factors at work like my, my, my availability, my work schedule, things like that. My mono, (laughs) you know, there were a couple of, there were a couple of things getting in the way of allowing me to do the things that I want to do. But at the end of the day, you know, like when I was actively playing FF 11, and I would go two or three weeks without logging in. I would feel like, damn, dude, like I should really log. In. I felt compelled to log back in. And you, I think you should feel that way about the MMO that you're playing. I think that that's an important aspect for an MMO to have. It's an important hook for an MMO to have on its player base. And I don't know if I'm alone. Maybe I'm alone, but it doesn't sound like I'm alone in saying that. I have been totally uncompelled beyond the story to log into FF14. And that's sad for me. Like I'm I'm not I take no pride in admit in admitting that. And I'm not trying to down on or denigrate the game in any way. But am I alone? Am I the only one feeling this way? I know we got Four other people, four other people on hold right now. Yeah. I want to know, am I the only one that feels uncompelled, not just unmotivated, but uncompelled to play FF14? And I again, it could be me, but I think it actually has something to do with the game, the content, and, and some of the systemic problems that we've been identifying. Let's get another question out from the Game Watch interview, then we'll go back to our phone lines. Uh, this time you will implement only DPS jobs and give emphasis on overall population balance rather than the population balance in different role categories. What was the base of your approach in Stormblood? 
And Yoshi replies, it has been around two years since the release of Heaven's Ward, and the population for different roles hasn't changed. For example, players who played Tank as their main job ultimately stayed with that role. We think the same will happen in Stormblood with the two new DPS. People who played DPS as their main might change it to the new DPS job, but when talking about uh, about sub-jobs, it might be different, though. We plan on adding more merits uh, when playing Tank roles and in instant dungeons. As for the leveling process itself, with the addition of the Deep Dungeon, players have much more choice. So I think this will be more popular at the start of Stormblood. Oh. I think that's dangerous. Oh my god. Because yeah, people stuck with their role in Heaven's Ward because they were able to stick with their role in Heaven's Ward. Well, not even just that. I think that this completely looks past the the issue here, okay? Yes, obviously people aren't gonna change their main. That's not the problem here, okay? The problem is people play your game to level different classes, to try different stuff out. That doesn't necessarily change their main class. So I don't think by saying, oh, well, people who were a tank in 1.0 stayed a tank in 2.0, stayed a tank in 3.0, so they're going to stay a tank in 4.0 doesn't address the fact that if anybody wants to try something else, there's now this systemic problem that your queues are going to be all fucked up. Of course people are going to stay with their per preferred role that has nothing to do with the leveling process they, right. it's like they've completely missed the problem here again this is the second Agreed. time they've answered a question about that and missed the problem <laughs> entirely that it's really Agreed. really concerning i don't know like if you're planning on leveling one of the two new jobs i hope you're planning on using deep dungeon because otherwise buckle up yeah. And, and that actually only adds further to the problem. There's a few other questions that address, or at least in a, in a way, kind of mention the idea that, oh, people are just going to use Deep Dungeon anyway. So anyone who wants to try and use dungeons, not only are the queues going to be messed up because not as many people are playing tanks and healers, but now people aren't even going to do it. I'm actually going to go so far as to say that dungeons, unless you're going in with a group, will effectively be dead. If you want to level you will be using Deep Dungeon. I mean, well, yeah. And I mean, I wouldn't use anything but Deep Dungeon at this point. It's so easy to do level up in. Like, doesn't, why would you go anywhere else? Doesn't that kind of, but doesn't kind of betray though, like, some of their design choices? I mean, I mean, the whole theory in, in practice behind the Relic Quest was to help reinvigorate certain parts of the game. And now it's just like, ah, Deep Dungeon. Well, I, I mean, I'm yeah, because anime anima sort of like threw a wrench into that whole thing because they they didn't do any of that all of that careful crafting and redirecting that we got with the 2.0 relic quest we got none of that with anima it was more like <laughs> go do something you know what i mean you know, like go do this thing and it's like unsatisfying and no one fucking cares like there was like it was like they didn't care about anima like they made yeah. they made so many concessions and made it so so much easier bland and, and 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 so much more modular like you could there were so many options for where you could gather your materials for the anima weapon from that it ended up just like no, it didn't do any of that. You didn't get people redirected back into fates. You didn't get people redirected back into old dungeons. And because of that, I think that they have thrown their old leveling system by the wayside and said, well, dungeons don't matter. We give you a fast forward button with deep dungeon. Do deep dungeon. They tried to funnel people into deep dungeon. But you're talking about not satisfying. I'm telling you right now as a person who really, really loves the samurai job class. I don't want to just blow through it in deep dungeon and just get all these abilities and not know how to use them. 
But it's going to be, a, you're starting at 60, 50, 60. I mean, you're I don't 50, think they gave yeah. a concrete yet, but I think they said, they said 50 or 60. Yeah. They said, no, they said 50 tentative. So, okay. So okay, you're starting tentative. at 50 anyway. Like uh, something that I, know, I really, kind of, I, I, I think they should I, start at 40, not 50, but. Well, I, I did not like the fact that Dark Knight started at 30. I wanted that bitch to start at one. Yeah. I wanted it to, because I wanted to play it from one. I wanted to feel like okay, like I'm getting every not not just I just fucking a dark yeah I fucking loved the idea of a dark night. Like why do why does Square Enix think that people want less of an ability to attach themselves to the job? Like people, yeah, already feel job affinity and okay, I get it, but like uh, fuck, dude, it, I want I want to level that bitch from one. Not I from 50, you. not from 30. Not just snap your fingers, you're a dark knight. You want yeah. to become and a so dark knight. I'm especially confused because if they're planning on adding jumping potions anyway, why not start it at one and the people who want to level at one can and the ones who don't can buy the jumping potion? I don't hmm. see why there's an issue. It's a good question. That is a very good question. Probably because you need to own Stormblood to be Samurai? Yeah, I think what they honestly think is like, okay, if you've gotten to this point in Stormblood, you've already leveled you don't want to do that again they just want to play the job but like at the same Let time us like, decide that by buying a jumping potion or not like i if think we it, don't buy it we want to level it clearly i think it'd be nice if the starter area outside of gridania wasn't empty how about having some actual people out in the world where people you do have to go back and find a place to level up and i agree with go you through it that I was mean, part of the charm of 11 and leveling new jobs is going back to those areas and I mean, maybe I'm just looking at it with rose-colored glasses, but I loved when I went back to Bastok and killed worms and now, all that crap. There is a difference in that this time around you'll have done all the quests there, so you'd actually be just grinding on enemies, which sucks. Yeah. No, but fates and stuff in the old areas. I was, the level two fates, you can actually even do solo, but the thing is that there'd be more people. You can do level uh, Shinjima saying, because level one to 50 will be empty as fuck. Uh, let's see. I'm pretty sure when they released Ninja, it wasn't empty. There were fucking ninjas everywhere. And level one to 50 wouldn't be empty as fuck if you had to start level one. Like if there were people who had to do it, I, I mean, it would it would just probably be samurais and red mages. Or the in- reason there were ninjas everywhere, though, is that because there weren't any dungeons thirty to fifty that weren't part of the leveling roulette. So you'd hit the leveling roulette and then hit uh, dungeons that were like level sixteen. Mm-hmm. But now starting at fifty, no one's really going to hit the leveling roulette as much. They're just going to hit the level fifty roulette. Because level 50 or like it was XP, yeah. Hmm. I still, but I don't know. There's something to be said from starting a job from from I level agree. one. You know, like, again, I want to, f- I want that feeling of becoming that job. And I just having these little shortcuts around the leveling system, I think is is I don't know, man. I, I get it that people are impatient. But that's why we, I think that's the perfect reason for the jump potion. And the people who are really impatient exactly. can spend 20 bucks and jump. Okay. The rest of us who don't should start from level one. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but you know who's actually doing this very problem actually kind of well is Elder Scrolls Online. We talked about it. Great. Th- their whole thing of being able to just go wherever you want. Right. I actually looked into how that little like level boost thing works. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you can leave the starting area and kind of go wherever you want. But you only get boosted in your stats. You don't get any of the abilities, and you can't equip any of the gear that comes from a higher level. You get uh, ability boosts to your stats based on what you currently have equipped. And so, yes, you can kind of go out and do stuff with your friends if you really want to. But if you actually want the experience of playing the job and be able to do it well, you still have to level. Right. 
I have a confession to make. What? What? So, in in relation to, you know, uh, and you were mentioning that when you actually start level one, you actually level a job all the way, you feel more of an attachment to the job, more of an affinity to the job. You feel like you're becoming that job, right? Right. One of the first jobs uh, that, that I, you know, continually level all the way up just to get it leveled up uh, was Monk, right? And while it's not as cool as Ninja, like, I still liked it, okay? And and I thought about keeping it geared and stuff like that, but but it was, it was too much of an effort. And... Then I had to level Dragoon, okay? And I actually completely forgot about it until I was going around reorganizing some stuff. But I actually kept all of the Dragoon AF armor for some reason. Probably because it's like, oh, for whatever reason, I use this in some capacity. I want to look kind of cool. And so leveling it from 1 to 60, even though it was Dragoon, there was... I guess the same type of attachment that you would have to, like, you know, the retarded redheaded stepchild, right? I mean, you don't really like them, but they're still technically a part of the family, so there's, like, this love-hate thing. Mm. Callow, tell me get about tired. it. Tell me all about it, Callow. Get tired of the slobber kisses. Tell me about the that level 50 to 60. Grind. I love you! Did you, enjoy, did you enjoy getting to train your own Dragoon apprentice? And she's awful? Huh? Level 50 to 60 quest, you didn't do them? Oh, no, I just did 1 to 50. Oh, okay. Nah. Dude, you missed out on 50, 60. You get to train an awful apprentice and fight a dragon named Growly. I remember that. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, his name's Growly. It's to be, awful. To be fair, once I got something to 60, I didn't even do the level 60 quest. Like, the, like I got barred to 60. That <laughs> I keep flying through, like, Moghome, and I'm like, what the fuck is this quest down here? <laughs> and you never finished the job quest? Oh, nah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Crimson Tinted of Balmung. What's up, Crimson? Hey guys, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? Hanging in there. So, first off, to get it off the bat, no, I will not uh, knock on Mikama and take its solidarity. I'm sad Damn about it. Samurai 2. Boo. Thank you. Boo. Thank you. You suck. No, you just realize that you guys don't have as much sway as you think you do. People like me. I don't think Shut it's because up. people like you. I just think they have better things to call in about. No, they just don't want to be mean. Or that, or that maybe our audience is just not funny. I don't know. Sorry, guys. Wow, now Nika's <laughs> trying to bait it out. <laughs> I mean... Calling no, I just, people out for not insulting her. I just thought there would be more than zero. That's all. All right, Crimson. What are you, do, what are you up to? Anyway, so I, I wanted to consider... Uh, have people consider for a moment. 2.5x to Heaven's Word compared to 3.5x to Stormblood. And you realize sort of the, the similarities and the differences and sort of what we can learn from it. Right. Um... 2.5x to Heaven's Word, if there are people here that don't remember, and I don't think I'm misspeaking when I say this, was a dead zone. Oh, there boy. was not a whole lot of content that came out. It was very much just, here's what is, see you in five months. And a lot of people, you know, burned out. Um, there were a fair number of people that didn't make, no, of vets that didn't make it to Heaven's Word. Which, which <laughs> happens from expansion to expansion in all MMOs, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying this unique to 14. I'm just to make the comparison, right? Um, okay. So you, you have 2.5x Devon's word. You have nothing that comes along. You have the natural attrition. Square Enix hears our complaints, I think. And we have 3.5 come, on, come around. And we have, you know. Are, are, are you rubbing of, your microphone? Yeah, are, are, are you I'm in a not, wind tunnel? Are you, uh, do you have a fan on you or something? Because, uh, yeah, it's pretty loud. There was some feed, crazy, crazy sound feedback. Is that any better? Yeah, yeah. Yes, kind of. So, 
Sorry about that. That's best I can do. No, it's still um, there. Yeah, it's, well, it wasn't there at first. Nika, are you still here? Yes. Well, it's oh, not okay. Nika. Oh, okay. Huh. No, it's definitely not Nika. All right. Well, sorry. Sorry. Continue. Sorry, that's it's as far as smooth as I can. Anyway, um, so it just sounds like someone's like blowing lightly on your microphone. Oh, it's irritating. Sorry about that. Um, it is really irritating. I'm about to dump your call. <laughs> get get to the point. Cover uh, your mic so, with your hands to like block what's around it. <laughs> like right, a rapper. So, all right, so three point five S to Heaven's Word, right? Uh, they, they try to put out multiple Ooh, so pieces bad. of content, and they're trying to you know please people who fell to the lull the last time yeah and i feel like all these pieces of content have been super rushed and they've they've come later than their proposed deadlines and the pieces of content that maybe have the chance of actually saving some of those types of people like the revamp of the diadem it ends up taking way too long to actually put out yeah yeah no i i'm sorry crimson i got i gotta cut you Mm -hmm. off man that like uh, I and I and I don't want to. I don't want to. Ba- I don't want to bag on you. I, yeah, I don't know what happened. I, I don't want to bag on you because you were making a good point. But um, make sure, like when you like when you're calling a podcast, sort of like when you call a radio show. You know, like you got to make sure that the environment around you is uh, it, it also sounds fairly decent yeah, like i don't know if you could have like left the room or turned off whatever the 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 thing was but oh that was bad it was it was mm-hmm. yeah it was really like it was making everyone in the in the but room started he start does to cringe. Bring he brings up a good a point, though. point yeah and and what it actually jumps out to me i don't know why i never twigged on this before because i would have loved to call square enix out on this but when you do seem like you're trying to deliver more content to you know to to appease your player base and then you delay and delay and delay it and then when it does finally come out, it's Proto Ultima being shoehorned into a raid. Right. That's even worse. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I mean, you want to talk about corners cut? There's like your biggest, like your biggest evidence of that, I think. Um, so, uh, by the way, something that I wanted to mention, because we've gotten zero Nika slamming, uh, <laughs> is that I think I think. You know, I think people are, have misunderstood the point of the show or or the the attitude of the show. Like we make fun of each other to show love, right? Like that's how that's uh, keep telling you that's how that's <laughs> sh- shut up, Nika. I'm muting you. That's how that's how we appreciate each other. Everyone gets a turn. Everyone gets made fun of, Man, right? You guys don't, love me. Don't don't treat children like that. Don't 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 try to make them think that bullying is how you show love. You're perpetuating violence. So the, I if I I think that it's that Nika should be taking it as an insult that so far our callers have not been Yeah. have not been trying to flame this her. Means so they're that, just unfunny. This means that they don't love you yeah they're just not funny it's kind it's kind of the same way no they're not even trying like like being on if they were getting that's true booze that would that's one thing they're just not even they're not even initially trying they think they're being nice but what i'm explaining to everyone right now is that you're actually being a passive aggressive dick when you do that and you know what else i remember though because our audience is not us like we on this show are this way because it's us it's who we are we're friends it's different honey 
There oh, are, no. There oh, is no. a lot of people in fuck our audience that. who listen fuck that. Nika, fuck because that. they're not us. No, 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 no. I read the YouTube comments. I read <laughs> the, the emails. I read the bullshit the that we get back. Fix. Yeah, come Our on. listeners are worse than we are. Absolutely. I think they just don't care about you. Compounded by the fact, do you remember when we thought all your white knights were going to call in to defend you and didn't, they didn't? Didn't. Because they don't exist. That's no, right. Yeah. Infinity Fox <laughs> just beat me to it. No one wants your postcard and especially not with your signature on it. <laughs> I don't know what you're Offer talking about. Offer a better about. reward. What are you talking about? Where does it say that? Infinity, Infinity Fox. Fox. Just said it in the chat. Yeah, I don't see that. Oh. <laughs> I don't see that at all. <laughs> So seriously, uh, I I think I think that you know the next person who calls in, if they're not slamming Nika or at least making an effort, that that they're actually they're being gen- that they genuinely don't like Nika. That's except, what that's what the sub did. That's ask what the subtext also is. Call in about what they're doing. Shinjima like, says I like Nike. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but he really okay, likes shoes. Okay, let me let me just address for a second how how many people claim that they like me as a host but can't spell my fucking name right. <laughs> you, know how, you know how many people have spelled it Nike or N I K A A? That that's even worse because that's Nika, and you know what that sounds like? Yeah. No, what does it sound like? No, finish that. Fini- oh, go ahead no. and finish that thought, Nika. I'm waiting. Everyone, everyone can figure that out. No, so, I don't think I can. I, I need you no, to put that I one together for me. Nah, that's all right. Please. I love, I love. So, no, I've got, okay, Dark Anne, I've got Nico also. It's so easy. It's fucking right on the screen most of the time. Like, people will, re- like, I'll sign a, a post on Facebook with Nika and they'll reply to me and spell it wrong. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> I get, a lot. I get Escalia spelled with a C. All the fucking time. Really? Oh, oh my see, god! We, uh, people who write us in, they do not give half a shit about how our names are spelled. I see yet, Callow with a C. Yet they are the first ones to start complaining about oh us mispronouncing yeah, right. stuff. You're totally right. hundred percent. Oh right. my oh god! Oh my god! You're so right. Um, but yeah, see, no. Our listeners are the worst. So, <laughs> so I, I, I hope that I've impressed upon everyone that it is your duty to show respect to Nika by insulting her Nika you seem to have sword envy paladin has a sword samurai is a type of sword your husband has a sword you are on a podcast with people who all has swords <laughs> is there something you aren't telling us um Scully doesn't have a sword just saying I think he does I don't, I don't know if you got the reference there <laughs> <laughs> No, I, 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 I do. I do have a sword. Point is moot because they're wrong. He doesn't Nick, always want to use it. Nick, but he I has do, one. I do that, have a that, sword, and that's the problem most often. Can I, can I just say that that pregnant pause after after Nika said that. <laughs> Ascalia didn't have the sword. I think all of us were going through like, how do we respond? How? What's the what's the best way? I don't know. There's a whole lot of ways to respond to this. Holy shit! And all of us just fucking I at the same time, like literally, like nothing. My favorite was Cecil in the chat. It's a penis joke. Oh, uh, anyway. I chose to respond literally because that's the only way I know how to respond. Why? To why? That. why? I literally, what you had. That. I'm a girl. I like dicks. What do you want me to say? <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm a straight 
female. Uh, we're going to get yes, that as a drop immediately. Yes, my husband has a penis because he is a man and I am a straight female. What? Like, that's what else I could have said. Or I could try to respond literally and say Ascalia has a pole arm, which is also a penis joke. By <laughs> Just saying. I would have loved either of those options. Why didn't you? Why didn't you? God damn that it. Is a because, n- because that pause, I just couldn't come back. With that. <laughs> that the a- pause was, that was derailing. <laughs> that was palpable, yeah. Like- <laughs> I want that as a drop. I want it for the next episode. Oh, God. Also, I want to know what Senpai's reaction to you saying that was. Right. Um, he's like slowly walking into the room and staring at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> uh, let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Lox Zoldik. If, I hope that's right. Of uh, Midgar Summer. What's up, Lox? Lox has a sword. Hello, guys. Hi, what's up? All good, all good. Uh, sorry if you don't understand me because English is not my main language. All right. Uh, for what I'm going to do in the next three months, uh, probably nothing about Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> I feel what you're saying. Uh, I think it's right. There's not a lot to do and no reason to connect into the game. Yeah. I just connect to do my dailies, tribal quests, and that's all, basically. But I think uh, that's a problem that is not going to resolve before yeah. Stormblock. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Yeah. we will have to wait to the next expansion uh, for what I'm going to do in the three months. But, well, I bought a Nintendo Switch yesterday Ooh. with Zelda. So yeah. that's it. There you uh, go. Grab m- something else. I'm- and next week is New Automata. In April is Persona. So I really don't worry about what I'm going to do in the three months because I already have some block pre order. So when the expansion hits, I'm going to return. Uh, Lox, can you insult Nika in your native language for oh, us? Oh, please. Ooh, yeah. Joder. <laughs> It's okay. You don't have to. It doesn't have no, to, no, no, don't listen to her. It doesn't her. have to be original. We have no idea what you're saying yeah, anyway. Yeah, we wouldn't it. know. Entonces, ¿por qué estoy haciendo esto? Yeah, all right. Burn! I have no, Burn! I, no idea. I have no idea what that meant. But so far, you are the only one that's in the running for the gigantic Heavensward bag. No, no, this is for the for his his stupid his signature. Give me my stupid signature. Fuck you. Oh yeah, that's right. What was the gigantic <laughs> Heavensward? Oh the yeah, that was, was the fapping the realm. You know fapping what? Around, I went in when I was in Jux's room the other day. I saw that he had a duplicate postcard, and one of them was yours. He was supposed to bring it to you, and now he gets to keep it. <laughs> I already have one. Slam. Not of you, one of the other ones. Yeah. Oh, you don't get a complete Owned. set now, you dick. Owned. You pole arm. Somehow I'll live without my Calo card. <laughs> it's not the Calo card. I think it's, I think it's the Nika card. Yeah. Uh, Nika will send me hers. Uh, so what? No. Uh, anyway, thanks very much for that, Locks. We appreciate uh, hearing from you. Uh, if you want to call the show, uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord if you want to call in on Discord. No, I don't know if this is true or not, but someone in our chat, Nazanzanzonoyo, uh, yeah, whatever, said. Whoa. <laughs> Lol, he said, I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, hey, you get you might get a signed postcard from Kahlo. Capelli, you call in right now. He said, I have a good one, but it's mean, so I don't want to. You do it right now. That's how you show respect. That's right. 
This is a roast. That's no, it's not well, quite it's, a roast. I did not sign up for this. The every day, every it's the closest you're going to get. to Every it. episode's a roast. That's fair. Really, I mean, if I miss the roast. That was fun. That was fun. That was a good time. It's the roast of Nico Grigori. <laughs> What? What? Well, you got a pregnant at one point, isn't that the canon? Whoa! I hope that you I guys made that, that legit. No, the canon was that we argue like a married couple. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I don't say, think I don't think the pregnant thing ever actually occurred. I would say it's canon that Nico's yeah, you're been starting, pregnant. You're starting to conflate a whole bunch of head canon now. <laughs> like, there's gonna be one person who only tuned in for that, and you're about Nico pregnant, and they tune out, and they're gonna spread <laughs> the rumor that's what's gonna happen. That's yeah. You did it. Way to go. Way nice to job. Go. The you best thing shit. since the best thing since a Nero died. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun from my aids that uh, i gave scalia somehow all right i did not have a rumor that you died from mono i thought i had mono i don't think you can die from mono um, uh, you can if it you're does uh, actually doesn't it enlarge your spleen or yeah, yeah, if you yeah, rupture, your, yeah, but uh, you appendix. die from a ruptured spleen you're dying <laughs> you're dying you're dying from either sepsis or internal bleeding at that point yeah no i thought i had mono i'm happy to say i didn't here's my five dollars now please make what nika said (laughs) yeah don't worry oh that's happening don't don't worry that's absolutely without a doubt happening (laughs) uh but yeah no um i but i did not give you my imaginary aids no so i guess what happened there was a couple weeks ago uh on a saturday night i went out for a drink and about an hour after i had that drink i started having a hangover like about you know an hour lightweight and normally i'm fine to drink but the last couple times i've gone out drinking i've gotten a hangover very quickly after doing it and this time in addition i started having really bad stomach pains overnight so bad that i went to urgent care at around three or four in the morning uh, we found out that I was most likely had become allergic to alcohol. <laughs> oh, you poor bastard. What? I know a guy who like became allergic to mushrooms. I'm like, oh, that sucks. Mushrooms are great. But alcohol, alcohol. I have. Did he did most... he do magic mushrooms a lot? Because then that would be sad. No. He just OK, well, does, but Escalia drinks to be happy. <laughs> yes, yeah, that uh, sucks. I do like drinking. Uh, however, most likely I was allergic to alcohol. Uh, that was one possibility. Uh, another likely candidate, uh, was that I had liver cancer and that would also have caused similar problems. Now, C- the, consulting ch- web MD again. Yeah. The chances were low about 5%, but that was much, much higher than I would have liked those chances to ever be. So the following Friday, I had to go a full week without like drinking pop or eating like solid food so I could get tested for it. Uh, I went and got tested for liver cancer and fortunately it was not that, uh, it is in fact, I am allergic to alcohol. I have to give it up. Uh, but that's where I've been, been gone for a few weeks. So how do you quell that like giant hole that just exists in your soul and your heart? Like, what do you fill that with now? Uh, well, I've been going through a couple of different vices that I could pick up right now. I'm torn between a massive gambling problem and insider trading. I think both of those would be fun vices to pick up, and I just I've had I don't a hard think time you had the money deciding for either of those. Who are you going to inside trade with? 
I don't. I figure like when you go apply to be an inside trader, they they hook you up with someone. <laughs> I don't think you apply to be an inside <laughs> no. trader. I don't think that's, no, yeah, that's maybe how, call that's up Martha Stewart. Stewart. Oh my god, she I might be a, a good career and I almost choice. Choked because of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not you can go down to the job fair and oh. get that one done. No, uh, a lot of people have suggested, and an almost disconcerting number of people have suggested I should pick up marijuana as a new vice. Uh, the chat well, is exploding. I was going to say weed. it's. it's going to be the most legal i have had uh i have since this happened had i don't know about that marijuana for my first time have you really i have oh, oh wow. how'd that go down um i got really hungry and got a migraine yeah that sounds about right why would you do that <laughs> why would you want to do that well are you susceptible to migraines yes then that's why I'm not. I'm not susceptible oh, okay. to migraines, so I don't. Get, I don't get them when I smoke. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, I, I, it's, I a, it's a thing. S- it's a thing that can happen. Okay. Yeah. Because I, my friend was like, he's like, oh, that's weird. I've never gotten a migraine from. Him. I'm like, what? Fucking sucks. Well, no, or no, just not, uh, he gets the I'm worst not, of both worlds. He's susceptible to the migraines and hunger. So <laughs> yeah, the hunger doesn't do him any favors. Um, no, but that's the thing is that I mean I've never had it give me a migraine, but I do know. Of my friends who are susceptible to them, they've had migraines brought on by weed. It's not a hundred percent. It doesn't happen every time, though. Okay, like that's that's not like roll the dice. There's your gambling portion. You 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 may have been over prepping for you. Like the first time you get stoned, this is why you hear like these incredible like I got high for the first time stories is because people are like their their bodies are sort of bracing for it. They don't know what to expect. You know what I mean? And so that can be like my buddy puked everywhere. Oh wow! My buddy threw up. That that's not a normal thing. Carletta says, and then Callie finds out he's allergic to marijuana. <laughs> there you go, dude. I I have no doubt that like my body has decided like anything fun. No, you're not allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> Hope you're I'll, allergic to sex. Well, I'll say now the chat's all saying like you could take porn as your new vice. There you, you go. Know, you can be allergic to semen, and you can also be allergic to your own semen. I that assure you, I'm not allergic to semen. <laughs> I oh, promise wait, you. I, wait, wait. A few months ago, you weren't allergic to alcohol. Oh, well, that would be a major bummer if all of a sudden I became allergic to semen. I would uh, hope that you're not drinking semen in the same quantities that you're drinking alcohol, though. Significantly no, lower. No, what it does, though, is it actually your antibodies attack your semen and kill your sperm. Like, wait, really? Not, yeah. Oh, oh, great. I need that. I'm a, Melky's like Nika knows this. I need, how does Nika know this? Okay, you know how I know this because I have a friend who posted on Facebook about all of these weird allergies she has, and she was curious about other people. So I, I just I got curious and I looked it up. Man, I've been wait, 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 I, so wait. I've been dating a girl for over a year Spe- now, so it hasn't been a concern lately. But I have like if we break up, I'm gonna go back. Like I'm gonna date a guy next and find out I'm allergic to semen. Specifically, now. Nika, you looked up allergies to semen. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and there's and you can actually like be allergic to all types of semen or just certain um like calciums in certain people's semen also so you can be allergic to one person's semen and not somebody else's this is the it's, strangest it's, goddamn derail we've ever been on look forward really to the next actually, fanfic if, if you're interested in the science and this kind of stuff like look it up it's really interesting now if you what if you drink like a lot of pineapple juice will that take away the allergy i don't know it'll make it taste better <laughs> really pineapple juice i've heard it strawberries does. strawberry too yeah but pineapple juice See, will i make don't your, know that your semen much taste better a scally will be mid blowjob and suddenly that that anaphylactic shock yeah exactly that that gigantic wad of venom death jizz just gets shot into the back of his throat i'm just saying you know girls are guys out there if that your corrupted your dick, seed gets thrown back in there if your girl's sucking your dick she knows when you're eating too much salt so lay off 
<laughs> Eat something sweet. Thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> All right, back back to a caller. No, we we can keep talking about jizz for oh, a while. Okay, this I can go for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you? Oh Are yeah, you? I mean, I got I got college. Stories. I have no idea how. <laughs> No idea how this happened. None. And you guys are worried we're not going to have enough material for the next three months. No fucking clue how we <laughs> got Scully here. has got college stories. Oh, I got college stories for days, man. Hey, I tell you, books are expensive. Sweet Jesus. Oh. Let's go back to our phone lines. So let's talk to, uh, let's see, uh, Tekanaka uh, Hanabi, Hanbi, Hanbi, a fairy. Hey, what's up? What's going on? Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah. What's up? All right. Um, just a big, before I start, just a big shout out to Nike. Um, <laughs> I go like shoes too. Just do it. Out. Just do it. Listen, when it comes to semen, just do it. When it comes to Rogan's, yeah, exactly, just exactly. do it. <laughs> yep, yep. That's Nike's um, <laughs> new um, <laughs> yep. catchphrase. Also, I know um, Nike will never ever play um, Samurai because she'll be too busy playing Paladin for her raid. And then when she does play Samurai, she'll never um, she'll find out how complicated it is because it's going to be as complicated as a machine is. And then it'll, after a while, just die out. Boom! Boom! Nika slam! Slam! Nika slam! That needs to be a drop too. I'm trying to figure. I'm yeah, also Escalia, yes. fucking your own dick does not count. Bonus slam! My own? I didn't I didn't need to do my own. Let me tell you something about guys. There's plenty of will in guys. <laughs> There's no shortage. Let me tell you, they'll pay good money. <laughs> you don't no, have to risk breaking nobody, your back either. Nobody's going to pay for you, Escalia. It's free. When it's uh, historically, Boom! So, history begs to differ. Boom! I'm still going with the caller. Ballin'. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I just want to say... Um, well, I was I just wanted to make a comparison with World of Warcraft. I just finished the Nighthold raid, so I just I just feel this vertical pro- progression is, is is stupid. I mean, they have they really have to improve in Stormblood. Like, if Stormblood is not a huge improvement, I think this game is going to die out. I just feel that way because I think people are losing hope and losing faith in Yoshi P and in Square Enix as a whole. Man, I you know. <sighs> I know that that's going to be a really hard point of view for a lot of our audience, especially our diehards to hear, to but swallow, but, <laughs> but, but I think, I think that there is some truth to that. I think that, you know, when you look at other MMOs and, um, you know, how much world of Warcraft still pulls down to this day and the, the newer, online persistent worlds and online games that that are going to be coming out in the next four or five years does final fantasy 14 have that kind of staying power and staying ability i just don't know and i do think you're right i think that they've got to come out and they've got to do something with Stormblood that breaks that mold but i feel like if people still play 11 and people still play everquest people will still play 14 but not enough to make it yeah. solve it I not mean, enough to, you know what i mean like like, yeah, yeah. I just feel like one thing they could do is just bring back RNG. Like, I think what World of Warcraft did well was in dungeons and in whatever content, there was always RNG. So if, let's say, you had a 220 piece of gear, it has a chance to prop to either a 260 or even a 270, something like that. It, it gets people to do dungeons, it gets people to do trials, it gets people to do all the content that they're missing out. I think that's one of the best ways if you want to reinvigorate people to 
play the game. Yeah, and another parallel to draw to uh, World of Warcraft is where we are right now going into Stormblood is where World of Warcraft was going into Cataclysm, and Cataclysm was the first one that they really changed stuff up with. I mean, they demolished the entire world right. and redid it to try and shake things up, and they've recently done it again with Legion. So they recognize the idea that after a while, you do need to really shake things up to Absolutely. keep your player base and, engaged. And there's only so much that you can do with zones that at a certain level become completely not dangerous you know what i mean like there's only so much exploration that you can encourage in your world when you, the entire world is open to you whether it's through flying or whether it's through you know swimming or what, whatever the fuck it is you know what i mean like once that entire map is accessible and you don't have to worry about where you're going or the path that you're taking to be able to get somewhere then it doesn't fucking matter your game just shrinks you're you you, you lost that map people have no reason to go to that map where do I need to go in FF14 right now besides Idleshire? Nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like your. I mean, what they did with Legion is every zone adapts to your level, and they should do that for every single every single zone in Final Fantasy. So it's it's still relevant. Every single zone is still relevant. Right. And yeah, so that's what I think. Um, one of the ideas they should implement, but you know, I have no, I have really, really low hopes of that. Yeah, I, I mean. I th and I guess I think that's why, you know, some folks in this room initially had some hope for PAX East that we would get something else because I think we need something else. Stormblood needs something else. Something, and, and like I say, it's just something to push it over the top. The foundation that they've laid for Stormblood is fine. Right. It's like all the things that you would expect and demand of an expansion are there and ready to go. Now give us that. We, we have the steak. Now give us the sizzle. Give us the little something to put it over the top. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, Takaneka Hanbi of Ferry, thank you very much for the call. If you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Let's get through a couple more of these. Uh, who's the samurai guy in the trailer? Who is he, cares? Is he the master of the samurai guild? Who cares? Okay, this is something worth thinking about, Jesus. No, it's not. Fucking We've already Christ. talked about him before. That's Gosetsu. He will be introduced before Stormblood. He'll Obviously. Be in the, he'll be in the storyline. Obviously, he's going to be the leader yeah, of yeah, yeah, he's, he's he be the job. Be the this and was a weeaboo question that if you would have applied a little question, no. if you would have applied is, a little bit of critical thinking, you could figure it out. Right, that's not a weeaboo question. That's a lack of common sense question. Uh, Same thing. He's not the guild not. master, I guess is the answer for that then. Uh, in the visual mm. art, the only familiar faces that are there are Yugiri and Raoban. Will we see a completely new cast in the new areas? Unlike Ishgard, which was talked about in the main scenario from 2.0, Alamigo and Doma are under the Empire's rule and in one way are isolated from the rest of the areas. So in the new areas, you will meet a lot of new characters and will see completely new stories. Good. It's true that there will be a lot of new characters, but the members of the Scions, Alfino and Ali say, will have a part in the story. Keep an eye on which new characters will appear in Stormblood. We also plan on introducing some of them a bit at a time until the release date oh cool wait a bit at a time but there's only a one story yeah, well, yeah exactly yeah. a bit <laughs> at a time the fuck you talking about i mean i know they said gosetsu would be introduced in the in the next patch but they didn't 
like how else are they going to introduce anyone else? I think just as they go along, we'll meet more and more of them as opposed to being like, here's the lineup of all the characters you can expect in Stormblood. We already know one. playing for the Doma Abes we have. We already know one. They'll introduce them like during live letters and stuff, not during the game. I wouldn't think so. That's fucking dumb. Don't do that. Square Enix, don't do that. That said, I am excited to hear that. Like, it's not just going to be the cast that we're familiar with. I want a a group of new characters. But I do want you know, the cast that we're familiar with to still be there because the whole idea of building on characters and stories, you know, as we're going through is yeah, one of the things that we like about Final Fantasy. How invested should they be? I don't know. That's a question. You know what I mean? Somebody who's being paid more money than me to answer. <laughs> like, Peter like, Gell should have a huge role, right? Shut we, up. We already know that he's not gonna. We, he's not gonna. He, no, we already no, know that Yoshi he's not. No, Yoshi already said he's not gonna. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. I hope he dies. <laughs> Yeah, he did. No. That was one of the, that was one of the, we, we had covered an I think interview. I know he's not going to be like the, like as much of a prominent role as Astinian was, but he's still going to have a big role. He's the, he's fucking royalty. Nah. Nah. Or maybe he's just pissed off that it got leaked in the lore book who he actually was nah. and now he's pissed off. No. Come on. Uh, who he it, actually is? Uh, isn't he only tangential? He's, he's the cousin of the cousin. Cousin. Yeah. Oh. He has no fucking birthright no he, do, he does because no one of the rest of them are alive nah. that we, we don't of. know that until they introduce somebody who's alive exactly or like i know fu- but i think he said he was mad because the original um idea was that we were supposed to think he was the prince and they weren't supposed to tell us that he wasn't and that it got licked in the lore book ah, koji's like fuck you uh and not only that but i mean come on now i i i honestly think that ida is probably gonna be the heir yeah come on Storyline wise, that would make sense. Uh, yeah. Wait, the heir of Alamigo? Yeah. She's from Doma. Ida? Ida's? Oh, Ida. I thought you said Yugiri for some reason. Oh, yeah. That w- that's not even the same syllables, woman. <laughs> <laughs> Yugiri no would be weird. I'm Yugiri. <laughs> Open your ears. Uh, God damn. <laughs> no, Ida, I don't know. I feel like Ida's really stupid, though, as a character. Like, intelligent wise, she's really, really dumb. I feel like that's why she's she's she had to run away. You're because right because intelligence is definitely one of the prerequisites <laughs> for being has a royalty. Sister, how old, is her sister older or younger? Twins. Do we know? Are they twins? I don't think we know. <laughs> because uh, if, twins. Yeah, I have no. Uh, are there any other countries except for Doma, Hingashi, and the Azim steps in Othard? Uh, there are other aspects to Othard that we haven't uh, announced, and all of them won't become clear with the release of Stormblood either. They might appear in the 4.x series, though, but first, be sure to explore Stormblood thoroughly before that. Uh, yeah, that's. I'm going to say that that northern part that starts to push into... Uh, that starts to push into Garlemald. Yeah. Yeah. There's gonna be some cool stuff there eventually, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, when looking at the map, the continent that will be implemented in 4.0 has much more surface area than Aldenard. Uh, does that mean that the combined surface area of all newly implemented areas will be comparable to the surface area of Ishgard and ARR areas combined? Also, will we be free, able to freely teleport between the continents? The combined surface area will be about the same as that of Heaven's War, but there will be diving and swimming, and there are still unannounced areas. So the scale is quite big. And of course, you'll be able to teleport, but watch out for the teleport costs. So, hang on. It says the combined surface area will be about the same as as, Ishgar, or as Heaven's, Heaven's War. So, so that would be... all the Ishgard zones, we're getting, theoretically, the same amount of zones in Othard, even though it's... At, bigger than all okay of. let's right but, but let's I think about this let's think about this Authard yet all the entirety of authored that that is uncovered and yeah you're right there are more zones and there's probably parts that are inaccessible <clears throat> but the entirety of authored 
is bigger than the entirety of Eorzea. Right, yes. And they're talking about, okay, so if, and and he's saying that the size of Authard specifically, not the size of Stormblood. So this discounts all of the additional Eorzean continent that we're going to be getting with our push into Alamigo. Okay. But if you take the zones that we got with Heaven's Word and apply them to roughly the same surface area over on the other side, that does not add the fuck up. Well, we're not going to obviously go everywhere on Author. We're just going to go the places that are relevant to what we're doing there. There's right. going to be unexplored areas of author, just like there are unexplored ex- areas of Aeos that we haven't been to yet. Yeah, but, I, but, I kind but, of assume like uh, that big middle chunk we're not going to get to go through yet. But that's but everyone was like, dude, we're uh, you're uh, that's why Stormblood is going to be so much better. We get authored, and there's so much more to explore there. But there, no, we're going to no. get that much of authored, but then we're also going to get hopefully areas around Alamigo. So that's going to be like as much as we got in Heaven's Word. Plus more. Yeah, I know it's worded weird, but I think what he's saying is the amount of zones we're getting is going to be comparable to the amount of zones that we've got. Okay, all right. Heaven's Ward, so we just won't be able to go everywhere. Okay, you guys know about how much geography is left in our push to Alamigo before we hit Garlemald. Okay, how many zones do you expect to be added to the Eorzean continent? How many is fair? I would say... Four or five? I think... I have five. I think four tops. Five for me. If there's any less than five, I'm going to say that they cut corners. Really? You think there's five zones worth left of material here? Absolutely. Just Eorzea? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and just sure. Aorzea, we're not getting that many moving, zones in moving, Authored, moving up to Alamigo. Well, and didn't pa- he say the amount of zones in Authored is equal <clears throat> to the Heavens Word zones? Hold on, how the m- amount of zones in Stormblood? No, he said the amount of newly implemented areas. In a oh, realm, I thought he said or, Sorry, in Heavens Ward, how many zones did we get? We got the Falcon's Reach zone. We got the Forelands. We got the Hinderlands. We got the Churning Mists. We Western, got... Oh, the Falcon's Reach is Western. As a so yeah. we got like we got, three zones. As a that's five. That's five zones. Yeah. Mog And there's two or, or three uh, zones in Ishgard? No, there's five there's zones. A, well, Ishgard, you got to count Ishgard. Ishgard was okay. a new zone. Six. Six. No, I'm not counting that as a city because we know we're getting a city. Kagane. We're just talking about and like zones. Idleshire. Five. In the wild. Did okay. you get Sea of Clouds? And, sea of Clouds. Six. And it, Idleshire. I, that doesn't count. It's a city. It's a city. So we have six zones <laughs> and we are getting about... According, the way that I read this is that we'll be getting the same amount of zones. About six zones for authored. For authored, that was the that was the the question. How big is authored going to be? No, the question was how many newly implemented areas we are we going to get with authored? Will be because he's asking about the size of authored. I think that that that, that is okay. Um, yeah, oh, no, yeah. but I'm saying though, like we're we're parsing out language here. All right, and yeah. and there is there is translation. So any of this could be wrong. Right. Okay, any of this could be very easily wrong because of a, uh, a few different variables. Sure, sure. Okay, hold on. He says, even though he's comparing Aldenard to Authard, he says, does that mean that the combined surface area of all the newly implemented areas right. will be comparable to the surface area of Ishgard and a Realm Reborn combined. areas combined? Combined, which I think is the expectation. Mm-hmm. The expectation when you see a map like Authard and you don't have very clear definitions of where in authored we're going to be going, people are going to expect when they see that amount of surface area that that's where we're going to get. Now, I heard last episode people going, oh, but we're going to go to fucking Razadhan, and we're going to go to the... No, no, the fuck we are not. 
Get the fuck out of here. No, the fuck we are not. We're not going to Thavnarian. This, to me, says we're going to a couple of places in Authored, and we're going to... You know, flesh out the rest of the Eorzean continent. Now, also uh, here's unannounced areas. Yes, as well. But here's the thing. Okay, now I said any less than five to finish the Eorzean continent, I'm going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stand by that. I expect no less than three, and I think we're going to get two. I think I think three is fair, but you're right. Oh, as I mean, as a player, I expect five. Honestly, I mean, maybe that's unfair for me, but come on. I mean, if you're going to show off, if you're going to show off that much, like we've been waiting to finish off the continent of Eorzea for a while. All right. And you've got to push, you know, you've got to push up past uh, West Shroud Mm -hmm. or East Shroud. Rather, you've got to push up past East Shroud. You've got a plenty of space between East Shroud and where Alamigo starts. You're telling me that that's going to be truncated? You're going to tell me that that's not going to be very well fleshed out? Man, that's a bummer. I, was, do, it, I right. don't like it that. I mean, we sad. already got one one zone if of we're not, instead of a zone. So. If we're not counting Alamigo itself, I think we're only going to get two zones <laughs> for the rest of Eorzea. I think we would get something along the lines of like what's left of the East Shroud as an area, and then a Western and Eastern Alamigo. Do you mean area. West? Do you mean re- West, West Shroud? Shroud? Yeah, mm-hmm. West Shroud. I no, I still think that West Shroud is going to make a resurgence as a dungeon. That makes mm-hmm. sense to me. I, don't I think can we'll, see that. We're not going to get it as an area. Now, now I'm actually I want to jump ahead just here really quick to actually the the I think it's the the Dengaki interview um, because this I think adds into this little conversation here uh, sure but they ask also on the world map we saw old charlayan was added i'm interested in the history of the charlayan home country including how the isle of val disappeared is this something that will be touched on in Stormblood? yoshib answers with the isle of val which is said to have disappeared will be somewhat of a focus in the 4.x series although hmm. we had planned hmm. to include charlayan as a starter town in the original ff14 it was a bit hard to get there wow. i think charlayan may become a focus pretty soon that's kind of cool how do you read that Charlene was supposed to be like, original out of the fifteen, like one point I guess. I I mean, if was it was supposed to be a starter town, wow, that would have been really cool. Like, first of all, if it would have been completely different if that was the case. Totally, totally, hundred percent. Um, I and I would have really liked that because you know that was that's an old school MMO concept of you know Newbieville. You know, you, your first ten hours are spent mm-hmm. on an island away from the game, learning all of the important from aspects. Scholars, they're teaching you. Yes, yeah. and I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Like that, that would have been a cool concept. Um, if they revisit that in a narrative sense, like if when we go there, because it got destroyed, right? Like that, and it disappeared. It disappeared, right? Yeah. So if it disappeared, and and we somehow go there. Right. Like, I think that we should find a very scholarly place. And I think it would be really cool if it felt very constructed like a newbie zone. Here's the problem, because I wanted to use that question uh, as devil as uh, devil's advocate to the point that you were making in the fact that we might get more zones after the fact. Right. That, that they do have more planned. Oh, however, don't even dangle that out there. However, We've never seen them do that. However, what I think is probably more likely is that it's going to be a Zelfatol because Charlene wouldn't fit into any of the two raid structures we're getting. Yeah. I think that what will probably end up happening with Charlene is dungeon. that it will be a dungeon. It'll be a dungeon. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah. And and that's the thing is that I I don't like the idea of fleshing out the rest of the geography with dungeons. That's, I mean, that's it depends. I'm I'm sorry. I should I should correct that because there are ways to do it in a satisfying way. You know, when they did it with the Yafin Saltmore, that was a really satisfying uh, staging when they uh, for Ozma, you know, the the Ozma city. That was really oh, satisfying the way yeah. that they but, did that. Yeah. Yeah, but they made like the 24 man they have like a bigger expansive way to make it aesthetically bigger and more yes. like it felt like a zone and yes. not like a dungeon yes which all raids and dungeons imo should feel like that and and the thing is though i don't know because it's a raid i don't know that's that's a limited structure you can only do a limited right. amount of things within that mm, that's true and and i, I you know zelfatol was like one of the most i think egregious examples oh god of that where they were subs they were simultaneously fleshing out a portion of the map that people were asking about and giving us a dungeon that was easy visually to make and totally uninspired. Right. Like if it makes sense for something like Bailsell's wall, like it's yes. part right. of the map, but it's also a contested area yes. where and it's a you know, small it, it makes area. sense to make that into a, a dungeon. But you know, like Zelvatol, which is an entire region, seems a little bit late. Or um, the other one that I never complained about that I loved as a dungeon was um, the ice Keeper, one, the ice Keeper wall. The, the, the snow cloak? Snow cloak, thank oh, you. Snow, snow cloak was pretty good, actually. Snow, uh, snow cloak was brilliant. The way that they worked it in yeah. to the narrative, the way that it felt like even outside of the narrative that it was important because you ended up going there and, uh, you know, uh, beating up on uh, uh, the wolf, I can't remember Fenrir. Fenrir yeah, uh, and and you've got you've got the you know the crystal back there, like, and it was also a path forward into Ishgard. Mm-hmm. A lot of that made sense. Same thing with Balesar's Wall. It's a push forward into Alamigo. A lot of that makes sense. Not just some random yes. dungeon that was thrown somewhere. It makes sense that a lot of this area is contested. It makes sense that Fenrir would be guarding this area, like logically on its face like we never sat there and picked the shit apart right zelfatol made no sense zelfatol was a just a grab to finish the map and that sucks yeah. that sucks and especially because it was so visually uninspired it was just mountains yeah oh you're, boy you're right they have times when they like do dungeons like so well like i think like for keeper of the lake for me i really really enjoyed keeper of the lake but I mean, as good as Keeper of the Lake was, remember my criticism at the time that it trivialized. Mm-hmm. It trivialized that monument that 1.0 players had been looking at so far for two years. That's true, and that might just be something for me being 2.0, and it still you being does, 1.0. But it still does, though, right? Like, like it that that dungeon and that staging isn't as epic as my imagination right. oh built my it up to be. Yeah. yeah. Now I, imagine I, everything we know about Charlian right now, right? right. And and where Idly Shire is, that was in the ruins of an old Charlian uh, uh, establishment, right? So now imagine we do finally get to go to the Isle of Charlian and it's what it ends up being like what Zelfatol was or these tiny little like there's no way that just a dungeon it's gonna be, it's gonna be can a, live up to Charlene a linear dungeon you may have a couple of pieces of lore that are scattered out throughout there but like the fact that it's linear and open I mean or not open the, the fact that it's linear and closed I, I think that's that I could is a knock against it I, I, I mean when who said that all of our heavens were dungeons needed to be a hallway that just move you forward could, through things? Could you see though that Charlea? Could you see that being 
our Idleshire this time around? Our new hub city? No. 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 We already know our new hub city. Plus, it's so oh, plus it's, 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 it's so yeah. far removed on the map from like where everything else is. Yeah, I know, is. but like, like Idleshire was so far away from like foundation where any of that story no, was going but, on. But Idleshire was in the middle of Ish like not Ishgard as a as a uh, a nation. Right. right. Yeah. Isn't the Isle of Charlene like over on the west yeah. somewhere? Oh yeah. And we're in the far east. Yeah. Yeah, Talk it is about teleport. Costs. See now, look, I, I I see that. Well, first of all, again, it disappeared. We don't know where it went. We don't know where it is. What if we find it in the east and be like, "What the fuck is it doing here?" Yeah, why is this? Oh here? my <laughs> god! If they pull a Dalaran, I'm I'm done. I'm out. It's just well, I mean, flo- it's just floating in the sky somewhere because no no, no like not god. even floating in the sky like it's no, just like, it's just attached itself onto a cliff somewhere even <laughs> even even World of Warcraft has reused the Dalaran floating city thing. I'm done with it. No, but I mean, you know, it could be it, it could be that it, you know, moved. It could be outside of Eorzea's plane of existence. Idolins, yeah. Yeah. Mm, possible. So, you know, there's a lot. There is a lot of options there. Ozma and I do see it. I do see probably if we revisit it, we're probably going to revisit it as a dungeon. That's the other thing is that, you know, we get all of these beautiful staging pieces and then nothing ever ends up happening in there. Like, yeah. right? Like, we go through, we fight yeah. everything, we clear it out, but, like, there's no, like, story reason. Or, like, they don't use it as a setting or as a backdrop for anything that ha- important that happens. You know, you get uh, through the yeah. dungeon, you beat the last boss, you exit, that's it. You know? Like, Never think about it again. How? Yeah. How often How often are, are any of these places being used in any kind of important narrative capacity? Yeah, I love Vale hard mode. Outside of, like... The vault, yeah. or something narratively the vault, important happened. There was, and then there was uh, upside downville anti tower. That's it. Yeah, I I was, that was the last library. time. And God, that's really about well, it. Go- yeah, Google Library. Yeah, yeah, there were a couple of times that it got that that there were some scenes scene staged in there. Maybe it wasn't as bad in Heaven's Word as it was in two point I, I think it's just you a, point out there were a lot of dungeons that didn't matter at all. Yeah, there was a lot yes. of pointless dungeons. There was a lot of dungeons that were there for you to level up in. Well, there that's were, there there were also. For. I mean, there were dungeons that were, felt a little bit more open too. You know, like, like Brayflox or something. Yeah, Brayflox was the yeah. first one that comes to mind. Yeah. And then we got none of that. We just got hallways. I don't know that I love that. Yeah. I'm trying to think of. Yeah, you're right. Every dungeon. From the first Everything. One on. Yeah. It was just, it just moved you forward. Keep moving forward. Keep going. Trash Run. pack, trash pack, boss. Run down that hallway. Trash pack, trash pack, just, boss. Just keep dungeoning. Just keep dungeoning. Just trash keep pack, dungeoning. trash pack, boss. That's it. That's all you got. And I mean, just change up the formula a little bit. Well, let's see. Uh, Jesus. We can see Genbu, Byako, Seryu, and Ho-Oh. I assume that's supposed, <laughs> to, supposed to translate to Suzaku. Ho-Oh, really? Ho-Oh, that's what it is. No, that's a Pokemon, you dumb shit. <laughs> On the map. Uh, giant Firebird. I assume that's supposed to be Suzaku. Fuck it. Uh, Wait, where's Lugia? Yeah, well, they appear in a series of bosses like the Warring Triad. Uh, Yoshida replies, if there's any connection, well, that'll leave up to your imagination at the moment. We also have to put new aspects into the updated parts of the map, so players who like lore, please do speculate and discuss. Yeah, this is going to be our new Warring Triad. Uh, yeah, I think so. I looked at this, yeah. and like, did anyone else get like horrible sky flashbacks? Just seeing those names again? Yeah. So, except for Ho-Oh. Well, yeah, Ho-Oh was kind of weird. You just use a master ball mean? on him. What do, you mean, what do you mean horrible sky flashbacks? I got my end feet. I got who knows how many wormal stuff because nobody wanted them. Like, I, I got everything I needed. Sky. I Kiting hated Faust, that, that That was it. <laughs> I hated everything We're all sky. so Please tell me somebody gets that joke. No. No. You can't kite Faust. He's super fast. <laughs> exactly. And there was that, um, what was it called? The YMT and B. What are those things called? YTM and D. 
I don't there know. Was Yitman? No, the, 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 those stupid like little flash gifts that people would post. Yeah, Yitman. Yeah. You're um, the man now, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there was one about kiting Faust, and it was really, really funny. Yeah. It was this huge meme. Thanks for sharing. You're anyway, welcome. Anyway. I need, uh, I need to find it. Does it still exist? Is that, that website still exist? Is Yitman still a thing? I don't. I think recently I it went not. down because there, I think I remember reading an article about it. Let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Zero Ashenzari of Midgar Somer. What's up, Zero? Oh, it's another day. What can I say? Yeah, you yeah. could savage Nika for us. That's right. Oh, I'm going to do that at the end. Ooh. That's more fun. Then. Oh, can make us wait. <laughs> um, so with job homogenization plus individuality. Now, the meta for AS12 is supposed to be you want to run with a Dark Knight or a monk for the intelligence down because holy hurts like hell. Does it not? Yeah. Okay. My group doesn't do that. We don't run with a monk. We don't run with a dark knight. Hell, our paladin only stays in shield oath for the general's might, and that's it. He's hmm. in sword oath the entire time. Hmm. And our healer composition is a scholar who constantly DPSs and an astrologian that's in nocturnal sect and does all the healing. Okay. So the reason I bring up for the job homogenization is the dark knight is supposed to be that tank for it. You should not, in essence, be able to clear that fight at a lower gear level without the Dark Knight or the Monk putting up the intelligence down because of all the magical damage that is going out. Yeah, but Square Enix doesn't want to encourage that type of play. They want any any job to be able to come and be usable. Which I, 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 that's a good thing, though. I feel like. Yeah, but you like, don't, it, but you bristled at job homogenization, Nika. I, I know, but like, I don't want it to come down to a thing where like your, your group is like, nope, you're not allowed to come as your job you like. You must come as this job because we cannot, because we need you as this job and ha ha poo on you. And that's what Eleven turned into. Like, like I said before, I love Paladin. I got to play it maybe two times in my link shell because we always wanted Red Mage. Red Mage for heals, Red Mage for heals, Red Mage for heals. I didn't get to play anything else ever because you had to have that in your party. I actually like that there are different strategies that you can use to come in with any job and still clear the fight. And it just sucks that job homogenization is the answer to getting that. I Yes, I agree. Yeah. And the reason the, the composition that I run with the group that I was with worked is because I was there as the ninja throwing the shade walker. Without the shade walker, that can't be done. The tank has to be in tank, or he has to be in a shield oath, and they have to change up quite a few things to pull that off. But it was more fun for us because we bring people that are just like, okay, we want to get the clear. Let's grab this person. This is how our group is. Wait, what? This scholar just DPSed the whole time. Yeah. What? Yeah, and see, I think that that that's, that's exciting as a, a player, and I, I think whether you raid or not, and exciting for a game, whether it's FF14 or not, when you find different ways to handle different mechanics yeah. instead of there being an end-all, be-all. You know a term that we used to use all the time on FF11 LBR that, like, for some reason has disappeared from, I feel like, MMOs in general, even though the concepts are all still there? Cookie cutter. Yeah. You remember that term? Oh, yeah. Cookie cutter. Oh, oh, yeah. We hated it. We hated the cookie cutter term. That's right. So it's actually really nice and refreshing to know yeah. that, that you guys can take in a different a different kind of comp like that. Well, not only that, but I, I think that when you see job homogenization in effect 
And when, you know, one of the things that I think people are concerned about is that that unique style of play that his group has and has been able to find success with won't be acceptable. Like you end up restricting the meta even though it's easier for the developers to balance and they make a more equitable play environment among people that you end up taking some of the nuance out of your system. You end up taking out some of the degrees of freedom and then you do only have maybe you don't have a regimented party comp, but you do have a regimented set of expectations or a regimented fight. You know, when we talk about uh, the fights are so scripted, the fights are so, you know, non-dynamic, I think that we're going to keep seeing them be non-dynamic and we're Probably. going to keep seeing, you know, reliance on rotational patterns and and battle patterns and things like that, phase patterns, because that is what Yoshi P has been good at. I don't know if that is necessarily the most fun battle environment it might not be yeah i don't think it may not be for me maybe it is for other people but again the the concern in job homogenization is no is now you don't get the same benefit from playing a unique way that you used to because the system is saying no you have to play this way it does it does regiment things a little bit more for for me i think the thing that bugs me about homogenization is that like i have i have that dragoon pin the you know the job pins that they had at fan fest but it might as well just be a dps symbol that's it's fair a, like the pride that i get like in 11 my pride was i was you know dragoon beastmaster summoner whatever it was in this game it's i'm a dps that's how i identify it myself i'm a right. dps or you identify yourself as a tank or you identify yourself as a healer you don't identify yourself as your job usually when you don't bring something unique to the table and and when they talk about homogenizing jobs further that's what i'm afraid of like right now i'm a ninja not just because of the aesthetic but also because i bring stuff like uh trick attack or and especially in uh in our callers raid situation they couldn't do what they do without shade walker like for their strat shade walker is a linchpin because the paladin wouldn't be able to put out as much dps as he does without it honestly the only reason that i played dark knight is because of my emotional attachment to the job it's or not lack thereof it's it's the fact that you know like warrior is just as good like warrior's a better job warrior's a better tank objectively and you know what's the what's the reason that I still end up playing Dark Knight? Because I like the idea of Dark Knight. That's why I'm still stuck on Paladin. You know how many times my rage like, you know, if you played Warrior, we'd be doing a little bit better. And I was like, I know, but, but that's a know, bad Nico, fucking Nico. reason. You know, Nico, we're trying to progress through A12S. So, oh, shut the fuck you know, up! I'm just saying, listen, you're doing your part. That's a bad fucking reason to have uh, to to uh, to stick out for a job. You know, like yeah. it's valid. I'm never going to say that you're wrong for making that decision because I make that decision every time I log on to the game. But it's bad from a game design standpoint. It's bad from a audience engagement standpoint because that says like the only one driving the engagement or the importance is me. Well, you know, it's not the game. Well, to be fair, though, you can have your job be a what a lesser tier job if it's unique and original but when the jobs are all homogenized anyway and similar 
and you're playing the the lesser of them, that's you don't you're not winning on either front. Like you you to, I tolerated playing Dragoon in eleven, <laughs> knowing that it was garbage tier yeah. because it was so unique and interesting to me. That yeah. If yeah. It, if if Dragoon had played like every other DD and was garbage, right? Then I'm just a bad player, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's and that's you know part of that may be what people's concern is is that they just don't want to be labeled a bad player you know maybe don't be a bad player um but at the same time like that's that's what you talk about when you talk about leveling the skill playing field you know what i mean like you're talking about shared job abilities you're talking about making some abilities from active to passive you know like that's the kind of shit that you're talking about. So, uh, anyway, Zero, thanks for the call. Wait, the Nika Savage. Yeah, I'm waiting for the Savage Nika Savage here. So, Nika, you long, long, long time ago decided to play a Rogadin. Other than the mm-hmm. fact of, oh, they're beautiful, what was the exact reason why? Uh-oh. I'm not sure if there's a specific thing I'm supposed to say to get you the, the because, punchline to Because work. if it was just for the stats, I mean, we can all pretty much agree that piety is useless and out of all the races. It wasn't for the or, stats, but- it, well, if it was for the stats, then you should probably go to Highlander because one, you could play the Amazonian. I like Highlanders. Still, I have an alt that's Highlander. And you could also play a good Samus Aran. You know, maybe cosplay if you wanted to because you usually wear armor. And you know what? The strength fit differences are about the same. You get a little bit more decks if you ever wanted to play Ninja effectively. But it looks like you wouldn't have a smashed in nose as well, but that's just my opinion. Okay, thank Get out of here, Boo. Zero. I've actually got one of the biggest noses of Rogan, so I try though. Nika, good job. Uh, that was a lot of words to build to nothing. Nika, good job defending yourself though. <laughs> but like PewDiePie, you have the right to fail, sir. <laughs> At least he tried. That means he loves me. Uh, damn it, that's guys. the logic right that's the logic I need, right. I need a i need a day where i'm just mean to callers for no reason what that's not every day you can't have your job and eat it too you can't have your job and eat it too wait was that justin it was what fat the cheers the cheers are still on justin i think fat is behind the scenes and screwing things up for us i think that's what's happening he keeps changing the voices. That's the only thing that I was, uh, that was, that was, that was a bitch cheer donation. voice. I think oh, the cheers are different. Okay, that's still set for Justin. Great. I hate that voice. Uh, what, what voice is that? Justin. Oh, you weren't here. Oh. I wasn't here for this. <laughs> it's a creepy ass fucking like creepy Sh- doll voice. Uber sure creep voice, yeah. Holy cow. It's like spine chilling. Uh, anyway, if you want to call Limit Break Radio, we've we've only got maybe about twenty minutes left in the show. Yeah, we've we're not f- even halfway through the first interview. Yeah, I know. We're we're <laughs> gonna have to save the other interviews for uh, another episode. Um, let's try to get through the game watch. We got four more callers to get through. All right, let's uh, more crank out some questions then. Yeah. All right. Uh, the city of Kugane seems as huge as Ishgard. Will be split into multiple areas. We have split the big cities into two areas up until now, which made navigation and movements quite a pain. This time, we have created only one zone while maintaining the size we also had some fun with the city so when you're done with adventuring be sure to go around the city and look for those aspects who can i don't i just i so don't care uh will omega be split into normal and savage please tell me more about the basic aspects and differences from the current raids oh boy 
Yeah. After thorough discussing, we decided to stay with the normal Savage formula. However, with the release of new jobs, there's now a higher chance that the items that drop directly won't be for the jobs of the party members. Oh, come on! So we plan on making some changes for the drop system. We also plan on implementing something for players who have finished the fourth tier of the raid in the odd-numbered patches. Uh, what we will implement exactly, we'll tell you at a later time. It sounds like they're winding up to say, like, oh, well, because there are more jobs now, there's more gear, and so the what you want is you're going to have less chance to get it no I, token I, system I, that's what i was about yeah. to say like they're gonna change out drops for fuck this but i also fuck gear tokens man i hate that shit don't we already have gear tokens uh, yeah we do the Wait, way so what's this did, new drop system the way that they did gear tokens too where it was like okay it's not just one gear token you have to get seven no it like, says that, that was stupid no it says that players who have finished the fourth tier that means if you actually clear the fourth one you get something so no right. that, that's completely separate nika well i mean it's the second part of it he's also planning implementing something for players who have finished the fourth tier of the raid in the odd number of patches what we will implement exactly we'll tell you at a later time uh so basically when you get to you know uh we'll call it uh um oh four right oh yeah, four yeah when you get to the end of oh four there will be another thing that you can encounter yes well remember they Sounds also like they that. also talked they did about, that with t9 they also talked about yeah if, if you actually do the savage or, well, content the second you you're gonna of, yeah. get extra content whether it's cutscene, narratively I, I, speaking stuff honestly i think it's just gonna be the extreme version of whatever oh four would be an, an extremer yeah. version of it, yeah. No, well, because they they said that they're not doing the extreme. They're you know they're not going an extra tier, right? 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 So, okay, I see what you're saying. Now. Yeah. So instead of they're not going to make another fight with new assets and shit like that. They're it's just going to be Omega Four, you know, extreme. That's it. That's all you're going to get. And maybe it'll have some extra gear. Extremer mode. Maybe. Maybe. I hope they call it extremer. <laughs> I, it just, I, this is bad. Uh, there was no talk about the PvP content in the opening keynotes. Will the PvP content for Stormblood that you talked about not be implemented in the 4.x series? Uh, we are currently developing the content. I avoided talking about it in the opening keynotes as it would require a lot of time to explain due to it involving the revamp of all PvP aspects. However, due to the big cost and the scale of the content, it most likely won't be released in 4.0, but at a later time. We plan on talking about it at some point before the release of the expansion. Okay, well, PvP it doesn't seem very good for uh, active fans of PvP. Yeah, not coming right at 4.0. It's a uh, although, I think that that's probably in tune with how they save raid content and such for, for like later. like two weeks at least. Yeah, yeah. so that no oh. one feels like they have to rush to anything. You can have time to like level your classes and take in the lore and go through the five zones that you're getting. You know, I always forget that we had those like first two weeks in 4.0 that yeah. like where everything was disabled still. I always forget about that. Yeah, yeah, and and I we definitely will get the same thing. It's just I, I don't know if PvP can absorb that. Like, I, I know that the Garo event is going on right now and that is keeping people involved, but beyond Garo and and especially with the feast dying out the way that it did. I don't think that there's going to be much interest in PVP. Yeah. Yeah. I think really like we talked about the switch coming out and other big popular games right now. Like as much as that's going to wreak havoc on 14, I think it's really going to wreak havoc on PVP. We're here. Dude, we're hearing from our callers that like just people are just not playing. Yeah. Left and right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that wraps up the uh, Game Watch interview. And uh, let's go. We're going to take callers all throughout the last 15 minutes. We've got, uh, I think, four hanging on here right Ooh. now. Uh, so we'll talk to uh, Crimson Light of Hyperion. What's going on, Crimson? 
How you guys doing? Good. Thanks for calling in. All right. Yes. First off, I just got to say, Nika, if you're as basic as you sound, then it's no wonder you play Paladin. Oh! oh! Hang on. I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you. You're kind of quiet. Dude. I mean, so. I mean, I mean, I mean it's... I saw you playing this past week, and I'm surprised you didn't dress your character up in Ugg boots, yoga pants, and a Timberland jacket. Okay, that's good. Okay. Nice. New leader. Crimson light coming out there. Strong. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Thanks for calling in, man. Uh, All right, so outside of the Nika slams, what else you got? Uh. Well, I just got to say, we, when, uh, when, when Stormblood was first announced back in, you know, last fall, I was really excited. I pre-ordered it on the PlayStation Store. I've got the countdown ready to go. But seeing as how they've been implementing the patches for the past two expansions now, you know, throughout a Realm Reborn and Heavensward, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, and especially with how they implemented Proto Ultima, which was just the laziest piece of trash I see. What was it? It just. It was, it was, it just really kind of killed any motivation I've had outside of my uh, weekly static to just continue playing. Because if, if they continue down this path, then the raid structure we have is going to be raiding to get gear to raid faster. And yeah. that just doesn't seem like a really great carrot to keep anybody playing. And quite frankly, this patch... They don't need to be. They don't need to be bringing in new players. They really need to be focusing on keeping their existing player base. And Ooh. the way they're doing it, it's just not going to work. Which is something that we were saying since Heaven's Ward launched. Yeah, yeah, that that and but I mean more so on this expansion because they didn't end up doubling down on their uh, end game player base in Heaven's Ward. They yeah they need to come out strong with a support uh, a showing of support for their veteran community. Um, you know the people who have been playing for this long. Because I don't think that you're going to end up attracting that many new people. No matter what you do. No matter what you do. Swimming's not going to get it done. Blitzball ain't going to get it done. Adding Red Mage ain't going to get it done. Adding Samurai ain't going to get it done. Okay? None of those things are going to propel the game to the point that it was even at the 2.0 launch. Much less taking a dent into WoW. Forget that. You'll never hit that mark. That'll never happen. Nah. But you at least want to keep afloat, don't you? Stop trying to go for the new people. Stop trying to get new people in on this game. <laughs> Anyone who wanted to get on in on it, they would have already. Unless, and I have to caveat this because this is an important caveat, unless it's coming to new hardware. That's the only Yeah, when it comes to new hardware, you're allowed to Only exception that I'll give it. Because with, you know, 2.0, you were coming on to the PlayStation 3. Uh, you know, you also had the launch on the PlayStation 4. And then Heaven's Word was kind of officially the first expansion while on PS4. Yeah. So that made sense to, to try to get the Sony audience in on FF14. That made sense. Okay. But unless you're adding a new piece of hardware to the mix, either the Switch, which ha 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 is laughable. That'd be a- <laughs> I'll tell you Drop what. the PS3, pick up the <laughs> Switch. You, you want to talk about a PAX East announcement that would have everyone's jaw drop? Announcing Switch never gonna happen. for Stormblood. It's never going to no. happen. I mean, they said they were looking into it's it. Not, they they did. Did. No, no, Stop. But no, 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 no. The hardware, the hardware on the Switch is not good enough to be able to pull it off. It just isn't. 
Yeah, and like as soon as like it might run the game as is, but like you would have a horrible time expanding the game in any way. Exactly. Precisely. So you know, the the idea that they could put it on the Switch is laughable. Maybe it may go to the Xbox One, and even then your market is pretty damn limited. I mean, Xbox One is lagging fairly noticeably. So I, on the Scorpio. So I don't I don't I think that that's gonna be a really tough thing for Square Enix to do. So I agree with you, Kahlo, that they need to double down on not to the, mention, the player base that they have as veteran players like when when you see them trying to bring in you know doing things that are bringing in new players and you're struggling to wonder why i should keep playing right like it's kind of personally insulting we, we just fielded two and a half hours of phone calls of people saying they don't know what they're going to do for the next three months right and that's because slowly we've had all of these uh events made easier you know, like very uh, whether it be through direct adjustments or nerfs or over time, just the arc of content getting easier, as is evidenced by uh, Proto Omega or Ultima, whatever uh, that, you know, like, of course, you're going to frustrate your player base. And and really, I think the slap in the face for Proto Ultima is that it was added in three point five five a and even 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 breaking up your 3.55 patch into three different parts you couldn't even give us a full fucking event you yeah. couldn't even give us one fucking confrontation out of that you just had to throw it in with something else and give us a weekly how lazy like that's almost what what kind of contempt do you have for your player base to do something like that i don't understand it and I under I I completely sympathize with all of these people who are just like this is unacceptable. This is a cut corner like we've not seen before. It also explains why the trash mob that it replaced always felt like a placeholder. Yeah, that enemy really did feel like why are you there? That's funny. That's funny. Uh Crimson, uh, I want to thank you for the call. Uh, and for the Nika Slam. Yeah, that was, that was definitely... You are in the lead. That you was are definitely de in the definitely lead. Definitely top Nika Slam so far. Um, but, again, I, yeah, I totally sympathize with the people who, who, who saw Proto Ultima and went, wow, this is just... This sours me on Stormblood. I, God, I just... When I saw it plop down in the middle of Dunskyth, I'm like... Are, like, because before you even engage, you're like, it's not even a boss in Dinskyth. It can't be hard. Like, it can't be a difficult fight. And, it would make no sense. Yeah, and the mismatcher said that the trash fight beforehand, like <laughs> they replaced it with, was harder, longer, and actually had mechanics. Wow, that's funny. How depressing. Yeah. Oh, the crystals. Mm. I don't. I don't know what MRUA in the chat is is trying to get me. Are you will you please enlighten us about your gameplay? What gameplay? I haven't been playing for two months. I said that. I said that at the beginning of the show. You deaf, dumb fuck. Oh! You're not allowed to have an opinion then. That's right. Oh. Can't oh, have an opinion if I'm not playing. Mm -hmm. No, it's... But that's my fault, right? Like, it's my fault that I'm not logging in. It's my fault that Square Enix isn't making any kind of content that is engaging. Nick, technically, it's that your is fault in, you're not logging in. Because you can push the button. Well, that is on you. I, don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Because, it's not your fault for your lack of motivation. It is your fault for not actually logging in. Because I, I can't be held responsible if Square Enix puts out crap. 
<laughs> and uh, I and I don't should should I have to subject myself to crap? Should I? Can, should any of you? Can can we stop? <laughs> oh wait, no, we have to do the show. Yeah, so right. We can't stop. So exactly. yes, actually, you do have to subject yourself to crap. Well, there you go. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. He hasn't played in two months. It's not like he's missed anything. Uh, amen to that. I haven't. Yep. It's not like we have to renew our membership monthly to talk about stuff we've already experienced. It's not like when I log in in another four months that my job, my, my gear for my job is going to be out of, any more out of date than any of your motherfuckers are. My gear is going to be just out of date as yours. You know what I think? The and day- I'm going to be getting the new 300, i300 pieces just like you will be. I know how Square Enix can keep us logging in. Yeah. They need to implement level decay if you don't <laughs> log in. Oh, God. No. So if you want to stay at max <laughs> level, you better keep logging in and playing. Boy, no, that, because, that would be Yoshi P getting really frustrated. Yeah, <laughs> every no. Every week... There's a little Tanaka on his shoulder. I, mean, I told like, you it was a good idea. implemented a fucking like, house demolish if you don't log in for so long, but like, every, a level decay would be the absolute worst. Every week that you don't cap tomes, <laughs> you lose a level. Oh, so even if you are logging yeah, in... Yeah, you got a lot... And cap tomes. Mm, so you, can't, the, you can't just like... Lo- well, if it's, an, if it's like a gradual experience decay, you're going to want to log in every time and do Dungeons and Fates just to recap. Mm. Mm, I don't know. That's awesome. I think that I I would love to hear that announcement. Like we've decided to implement uh, experience decay into Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, it was one of not things- just experience decay, level yeah. decay. Level you decay. want a reason to log in every week, motherfucker? Here you go. <laughs> We're gonna send your hate mail to Limit Break Radio. <laughs> we've uh, we've been experimenting with positive reinforcement since the advent of two We'd like to take a time with negative reinforcement. <laughs> MRUA tracks me. I think you lost the love of the game. Really? Mm. Really? You get that feeling, do you? You think? God, you're dense. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, I, I, and I love the fact that they're like, oh, well, I'm going to point this out. Like, I've got one up on you. <laughs> I'm so smart. Nice job, smart guy. All right, let's go back to the phones. Uh, talk to Niederman Storm of Cactar. What's up, Niederman? How's it going, guys? How you doing? Why didn't you name yourself Cactrot uh, Rapido? <laughs> yeah, uh, this was held over from one uh, 1.0 where they didn't have a Cactuar server. Oh, oh okay. okay. All right. Fair, Fair enough. enough. Okay. So, uh, and then I had to, I took my 11 username and then I had to come up with some stupid last name and that's what I came up with. So, anyways, um, first off, uh, to get what you guys say, they've been promoting you not logging in. That's what's called the rest bonus. So should they just remove the rest bonus and okay. you guys are all right with it? But if you're max level, what does the rest bonus do for you? Nothing. Yeah, I haven't actually. Oh, impl- I haven't actually used the rest bonus. I think yeah. in like in like two years. Yeah. It's, it's been but, not since heaven's word launched. But, but that was the whole idea of hey, uh, I'm not going to log in for a week, but when I get back, I can catch up with my friends. I get the whole if you're all level sixty or max. But okay, the reason I called is I am not. A hardcore player i used to be back in the 11 and hell i did it in tour uh back in the day and that's a that's an mmo no one talks about that's uh, true yeah 
<laughs> before, and this was before they went all weeby, stupid, free to play, garbage crap. Uh, ah, you were on the Titanic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you went down with the ship. I, I, no, I I quit. I quit right before they uh, did the whole uh, space battle bullshit. Ah. And so, um, and I raided four nights a week, and it was. That was when I basically became a hardcore player, but I've never done that since. And since then, I've been more of a casual, casual plus player. Uh, and there's actually, um, with you guys, what I'm going to be doing for the next three months is actually finishing the 3.0 content. Uh, I actually call me a noob, uh, and I'm not very good. Noob. I haven't even cleared Sophia. You, okay. know, you got a ways to go. Yes. So I'm not that I don't have my self-confidence there to say I need to do. I've never done a savage in my life. Uh, I did it. I take it back. I did it once. We wiped twice and said, yeah, you're not good for this. And then we went on. <laughs> um, and, and I just never had an idea for a savage or an extreme or anything that's related to the hardcore in game. Also, I don't want to get locked into a static of having to show up to three days a week. And if I don't show up, they can't progress, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so there's always things for some of us to do. And I'm not saying that all of us are these hardcore players that have finished all the content. Yes, there's going to be a drought and that's going to make it hard for me to complete this content. I mean, I already know I came back at two, three from 1.0 after I said the hell with this halfway through before Tanaka was basically an idiot. Uh, well, he was the whole time. But uh, when I came back, I came back to two, two, three, and I never got to experience Coil. I never completed turn one. But I experienced all of Alexander. And using a one through 12, even on normal mode, I can now go back and do the other ones. And I'm not so scared of them anymore, like I was in 2.0. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys talk about tier nine, uh, t- turn nine. And you guys talk about all those upper end final coil stuff of being actually very difficult. Well, that still scares me today at 3.0, but the second part is is no one's doing that old content. So uh, that's also what's scaring me for 4.0 is what's going to happen to all that old content that people are going to want to experience that no one's going to have any incentive of ever doing again. We, you know, we didn't have a horrible time getting a group for coil. I mean, people do it for wondrous tales. So yeah. like, they'll do full runs of it. Not but to we, mention at this point, you don't need very many people to do it. And the more expansions that come out, the higher level cap does eventually you can just solo that. Right. Stuff. And wondrous tales is that, you know, we were talking earlier that the relic quest was the way that Square Enix seemed to be directing people back through old content. And it seems like wondrous tales has taken that mantle and run with it and that's the thing that can kind of always stay current because you always kind of want to keep that like you don't want to let you know if you miss out on a wondrous tales you miss out on it like that that week is done yeah the rewards are good from it right exactly exactly so you know it's not it's not like square enix has totally uh you know no consideration for that whatsoever but the thing is is that this is exactly what we identified when we were asking towards the end of 2.0 well what's going to happen with things like binding coil of Bahamut that are still very challenging that not all of the community has been able to make its way through what happens with that stuff in 3.0 when we move on to the next raid and people mostly forget about it and outside of wondrous tales there aren't many real reasons to do something like binding coil yeah and 
I, I, I totally, I completely sympathize with Niederman because, uh, you know, if it, if the community has no desire or will or incentive to do any of these things, then it is kind of an uphill battle to try to grab people or collect people to do stuff like that. Like that, the whole idea of like, uh, you know, uh, 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 you know, duty finder cross server duty finder, like that stuff doesn't always even fill up. And that speaks to the incentive attached to it. Now they've tried to go back and re-incentivize binding coil a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Whether they put new diable gear out of there, items that make the new diable gear, whatever. They've tried to do it a few times pretty unsuccessfully. And I think it's a completely valid question to ask, like, what is the intention of the old content that ends up getting kind of thrown along the wayside and hucked out? As a, a, as a result of um, com continuing the vertical progression model. And what do you do with it at the end of the day? You look at something like Binding Coil and you're either going to blitz through it in unsynced for Wondrous Tales. Or if you're insane and you're actually going back and level syncing down to do it, what the hell is the purpose of doing that? Yeah. And I, I, I don't really know what the answer is when you when you look at it. Why should anyone continue to do coil or and does it make sense for them to try to continue to get people to do coil a or even try to carry now? people through? You know, back in 11, there was this common thing that people would try to get their entire link shell or their entire group in a weekend through COPs oh, God. because you needed that for people to be able to participate in certain events. Mm -hmm. yeah. You don't need that here. No. There's no reason to try to drag somebody through Brinding Coil of Bahamut so that they can, you know, catch up to the current so rate. You had go to, through Alexander. If you had to right. Coil go into Alexander, yeah, like exactly. Like you'd go through, uh, take your whole group through Chains of Promethea in a weekend. It was a nightmare. Yeah, but, but you had to reason, do it because you needed their help and see. And the reason it was a nightmare is because they still imposed the level cap. The level cap like cap, now, yeah. if, right. they, if they said you have to do Binding Coil before you can do Alexander before you can do Omega. I don't big, think that big that's deal. You that's unsync an afternoon. Yeah, you yeah, you you unsync, you destroy it and then that's it. But they don't do any of that. They they don't I mean cuz they would have had to do that right out of the gate for Alexander. Oh, yeah. yeah, they can't and, back and but do that but making that restriction out right out of the gate at 3.0 is a very big it's it's a different question. That's a different ask from your player base oh, yeah. than to say do it now. Mm -hmm. Right. At yeah, at 3.0 that still would have been challenging for it the most part. It definitely would have. Mm -hmm. yeah. Would 1 through 5 have been Probably no, not. Nah, but no. I mean, nine See, still would have been a pain and 13 would have still been a pain. But again, I, I think that that expectation would have been fair. Like you have to clear binding coil one through five to be able to have access to Alex one through four. Makes sense to me. To me, too. I don't know why they didn't do that, but they chose not to do that. So play another game, says MRUA. That's the Yoshi strategy. Except I don't think he's saying, oh, you're bored right now, play another game. I think he's saying, if you hate this game, just go play another one and stop bitching about this oh, one. Oh, no, no. What MRUA is trying to challenge is the fact that we make any money off this channel. The fact that we drive derive any kind of income off of not playing the game wait, wait, does, that our show is about. Does he think that we don't? No, no. He said earlier that uh, you know we make income off this channel. So uh, around the time that we were asking, well, why do we? Why should we have to? Why should we have to subject ourselves to this shit? Oh, because we make money. Because off we it. make money we off it. Clearly, play. yeah. Except people don't pay us to play the game. Right. They pay us to hear our opinions on the game. Right. And this is our opinion. Exactly. And what is more, uh, I mean, what is, what's more honest that I come out here and say that I'm not inspired to play the game, that I'm not, I'm not motivated to play the game, I that would. I'm not, that, that there is no reason 
right now no compelling reason for me to play the game because that's a problem with square enix's development when i have sex it feels nice if i don't have sex for a week and play video games i want sex less <laughs> after a month i'd much rather rape scrubs in overwatch and get kill streaks than have sex i then tell everyone that sex is bad what oh okay Thank you for the ten dollars. I mean, he's he's saying Overwatch is better than sex. That's what I got. From I that. I think that he was probably draw trying he's to trying draw to draw some, some, some dumb analogy. But thank yeah. you for the ten dollars. Yeah, I think a Nero. What people would prefer is for you to stream playing FF fourteen over and over and over again That's with right. music in the background That's and not right. having any opinions because you wouldn't have anything to say because you'd be bored out of your fucking mind. That's and right. In the end, end up blowing your brains out and then we'd get our Twitch channel banned. And then how am I supposed to make any money? I don't know. I don't have an answer there. Really, yeah. really, we need to be thinking more about Callow. Thank you! Gosh, it's only taken 102 episodes <laughs> for you to finally fucking admit it! Oh my god, I'm just <laughs> so good tonight. He gets it. You know what? I'm a slow learner, but I, fi- I got there. Jeez. <sighs> Now, now, I just want to point out that I don't see an LBR badge next to MRUA's name. I don't see a Patreon donation under their name. So you know what? You don't get a fucking opinion. You don't get you don't have a buy-in here. You don't get to voice your fucking opinion, you little cunt. You don't have you don't have a stake in this. Hash dying podcast, obviously. Obviously. Underscore. And Nero's in extremer mode tonight. That's right. It's I LBR Extremer. I seriously want them to call it Extremer Mode. No, that's ours now. Copyright patent pending. <laughs> that's right. No one can take that. That's yeah. ours. Yep. LBR Extremer Mode. All right. Well, we got to hear from Niederman. Thanks, Niederman. That's the name I want to say over and over again. <laughs> I love that name. Thanks, Niederman. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll take one more call here on Limit Break Radio. Uh, and uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> fella choose right. Honestly, the LBR badge still doesn't get us an opinion. <laughs> Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. That's true. But that's uh, you know what? That's the thing. Like you get like, more of a chance than people without it. Who who uh, who are you comparing us to exactly? Like like we have to be some kind of paragons of example for this fucking community. Like no, with the fuck we don't. We've just made an irresponsible podcast about a game for the better part of three fucking years, and then said, "Hey, if you like it." You, you you can help make sure that it's more, you know, it happens more regularly. That I can actually afford to pay the people that drive to come do this show. Yeah. You know that what would be worse? That sit around and entertain your ass every fucking weekend. Can I buy his opinion, Kappa? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't want to be, we're not, we're not going to be one of those podcasts that, like you said, put out an irresponsible podcast. Then people start throwing money at us and be like, oh shit, they're paying us. We should probably clean up our act. And then people are like, the fuck is this shit? This is boring. You're not what you used to be. Take all the money back, then we're back to square one. Exactly. That ain't us. It, look, I'm just being honest when I come out here and I say, this content is not engaging. It nope. doesn't keep me held to the game. Nope. And it should. Yep. And it's not my love for the game because I'll tell you what. I've read a lot of that lore book. I I played a lot of 1.0. I played a lot of fucking 1.0. All right? I have so much love for Eorzea, but I don't like what's going on right now. I don't like the fact I don't I I don't like 
the 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 visual design for Stormblood. I don't like the narrative hook that's taking us into Alamigo. But if you want to sell copies of FF14, you sit around and you 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 know you jack it off and you say how great of a game it is. But no, that's not what we do with this show. That's not why people have ever listened to this show. People listen to this show because we give them our honest opinion as FF14 players. We give them the hard dick. Even when it sucks, we say it sucks. Shut the fuck up, you cunt. (laughs) Also, Nika, my Nika, you like samurai, so just kill yourself, Ella Jiggle. Wow! See that that wasn't even like a, a, a burn that was that was. Done. What was on the end of there? LL jiggle. Yeah, but somehow it being on a five dollar donation made it funnier. <laughs> that is hilarious. LBR, a podcast with Peter a render, weeb, a forgotten ninja, and then we have Vescalia, also boob. <laughs> <laughs> Meter man, thank you for that. Appreciate it. That's a weird. That's but that. he, he loughs off jacks that he doesn't count. Fuck, he's not here today. Fuck that no, guy. Fat isn't exactly. Here. Yeah, you can't. He can't defend himself. Uh, anyway, all right. Uh, let's take our last caller here and uh, hear from Mujera from Malboro. What's up, Mujera? Hey guys, how's it going? Long time listener, first time caller. Excellent. I actually ran into you guys in Vegas. Nice. Did you buy us a drink? Yeah. I did not come nah. to the after party. I was like, you know, trying to charm people and stuff. So, yeah, I should have came to your party. It was really cool. That's uh, that's all good. Th- but thanks for uh, introducing yourself out at FanFest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a whole lot cooler than MRUA is. Do you have a uh, Nika Savage for us? Um, I do love Nika, so it's hard. But, uh, girl, you got to get, get to clearing 12. Even I'm ahead of your ass. Boom! Hey, that goes for a Scully, too, then. Boom! Yeah, but I've only been raiding for like five weeks. Yeah, but then you joined my group and we caught you up to speed. Escalia, Escalia, I would like to pose a challenge to you because you guys have been having trouble getting past a twelve now, right? We're two days in. A12 once, yeah. and the people in our group who have cleared it with another group said that we are progressing way faster than their other group. I would like so, you to try and convince them to leave Nika off one week to see if you do it without her again, because maybe she's the problem. Uh, you know... Except we one-shotted 9, 10, and 11 last week, so she, try again. Yeah, well, she'll have a convention <laughs> coming up soon, and I'll, I'll get back to you okay, on that one. Thanks, how it goes. You. Tell you what, I will give you half of all the gill I have <laughs> if, if you complete it. 12 without Nika. <laughs> Duly noted. Okay. What oh. if, anyway, what if, what if I clear it without a scully? I don't give a shit. It's not going to happen. Caller, what would you want to talk about, buddy? Uh, one thing I wanted to note, uh, and you guys were actually heading towards uh, that area of topic, so I love the segue. Uh, one thing that definitely disappointed me, and a lot of people do not agree with me on this, but I stand firm with it: the two seventy five relic mm-hmm. and the entire anima series is just too goddamn easy, too nerfed fast, and it ends up being best in slot. So, Nika, Hop, Kelly, you guys want to do 12, and that's awesome. That's the Raider Spirit. You want to clear it. But that weapon that you get, if it drops or you clear it eight times, eight long-ass weeks, which is how I got my Dragoon Spear, it's not worth it. It's not the best in slot. If anything, it's bragging rights, and because of the vertical progression... It's horseshit. Right, but Raiders let me tell you the, the reason I like. Proud. Oh, mm-hmm. go ahead. 
Okay. Well, t- I mean, I, I, I feel you on that, but the thing is, is like, obviously in most cases, the relic will be the best in slot, but I have always used the raid tier final weapon to gear up my secondary job because I do play monk and coming Stormblood, I will play samurai. So even if it's not my main job, I use my relic for my main job and then I'll use the, the raid tier weapons for my secondary job. So in that case, I'm not just going to sit here and say it's trash because it's, it's better. Yeah, but and, like, no, 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 but I kind of, I kind of, I kind of understand what, um, what Mujer was kind of getting at. Like th- there is nothing about the anima that needed an additional amount of effort or an additional amount, amount of investment to, Get the best in slot weapon at the end of it like your original relic did. The original relic, you had to dump millions of gill into those the specific uh uh, materia to be able oh to, God, yes. to to be able to get the best in slot weapon out of that. That's not what you had to do here. You just had to allocate the right fucking s- points. Okay, so it's be, automatically at the end of it. At the let's end of the quest line. System. At the uh, it is. It's a it's and, the, and this is. I mean, remember when I said Siren blew up his last materia like fifty times and oh. it was worth like a mill or some bullshit per materia. That was horrible. Uh, it, that you know what that is horrible. That is horrible. It was bad. And and. You know what? I I I heard no stories like that outside of. Oh, I heard what? Oh, really? I, not really. I did not. I, I mean, I blew up. Case I blew I up material. I mean, yeah, that uh, obviously. But I mean, I blew up material, but like not like to where it cost me that much where I was like, I can't fucking do this anymore. Yeah. No, I you heard, know what I mean? I heard a lot of stories like that. I mean, Siren's was the worst one, but I heard them all over. The so, part. OK, so so when you don't have an investment of when you don't have any kind of player investment, whether it be Gil or whether it be time that you're putting into it it is a foregone conclusion that by the end of it you should have if you're not a complete fucking retard and don't know how to spec your skills that you should have the best in slot weapon and i think what mujera is saying is that that's bullshit that, that, that since there is no player investment there's such there's so much more player investment to get the raiding weapon that it's like it sucks that it gets undercut by these kind of like handouts. Yeah. I don't know. I still feel like the relic should always be the best. I feel like if I, it can be outclassed, the then relic? it's not a relic. I I disagree. I think the the rating one, which is way harder to get, should be better. But for me, I would rather get the rating weapon. I would rather spend my time learning A11 and A12 and trying to get through those than farm an Umbrite. No, that I, no, shit I think is the relic boring should be as fuck. I'm going to agree with Nika, but I, I have saying. to caveat it. The relic should be better, but it should also get. be harder than the yes, raid one. That's fair. Take, yes. take a Nero's idea that he's been preaching all freaking forever long. Like that thing should be such a huge pain in the ass Fa- to get. As they are now, I would rather do the raid. But yeah, if they actually made like if the relic was stupid hard to get and it was just definitively better at the end, I would accept that with the caveat that it's stupid hard to get. But as it is now, it's harder for me to get my raiding weapon and it's worse. Yeah. Exactly. That's a what a kick in the balls. What a fucking kick in the balls. Especially because getting, in my opinion, getting the rating weapon is more fun to do. Mm-hmm. Like going through like, I'm serious, even even doing anima the way that I do it, which I mean, I wait until it's piss easy to do. It's still boring as shit and takes forever to do. Why? Why would I do it? I don't have an answer for you. I don't either. All right, great. I don't. Yeah, I don't. And, and it's. 
and in stating what I was was saying there, uh, like I'm not trying to discourage anybody from raiding. Raiding is the single most fulfilling thing that I get out of this game. I really hope you guys uh, get, get it down. Um, I'll, I mean, if you need any uh, any assistance or anything, I'll just you know. But we'll get <laughs> there. We're one day in, and but, we but, yeah. pretty good for. I day. think that's an offer for a carry. Mujer is uh, going to say, "Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> drop Nika and I, get this guy." I'm a shit again. <laughs> oh, never mind. No, so drop a sky. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. I, Don't drop anybody. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Great. Guess yeah. that's the end of that call. Thanks, man. Thanks, Mujera. Appreciate it. Uh, we we appreciate hearing from all our callers. We do. Yeah. We give them shit sometimes, but we appreciate it. Exactly. You're we one give, of us when we give you shit. We give everyone shit. Yeah, if, really, if we don't give you shit, if we treat you really nicely and then just kind of like hang up and that's the end of the call, don't call back because we don't want to hear from you again. <laughs> We're literally just trying to like, all right, let's just scare this person. That's happened. It, that's, it definitely, happened. that's definitely happened. It's absolutely happened. Yeah. All right. I think that's going to be it for the show this week, guys. Thanks for uh, tuning in. We did not get to the other two interviews. Okay, then. Tits for Juxta. Nice. That, thanks, Meter Man. That's awesome. Appreciate it. 7175 isn't boobs, though. But thank you. He said tit. It's, it's tits. It's tits now. Oh, I see. <laughs> that's kind of We got boobs for me and tits for Juxta. I like that. Yeah. I'd rather go for your boobs because it's more money. Yeah, it's five bucks more. Yeah. Because apparently that's what matters, right, MRUA? Money. My income. That's why I do this, right? To be able to line my pockets. The fuck you talking about? Yeah, all that money we make all, off of this. Yeah, all of that money that we make from doing this. All of that All of that sustainable zero, zero uh, profit margin. I mean, come on. This is why we, you know, when we say, look, we need $2,000 on the patron to continue to do Final Encounter Cast, it's because if we do three Final Encounter Casts, or I'm sorry, five Final Encounter Casts, we're like suddenly running the thing in the red. That's why. We need to be able to pay for this shit. I need to be able to pay these people that come to this, this studio every week to do this show. That's important to me. That's 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 something that's genuinely genuinely important to me and that I genuinely take pride in is the fact that we've been doing this for so long and we've put in so much work on the on the back end of this that we can now afford to be paid. We can afford to I can afford to pay Ascalia and I can afford to pay Kahlo and Nika. And I don't make any more than any of they do any of them do either so you know don't fucking sit there and tell oh yeah you because you get money for this go fuck yourself we get we get the very minimal amount of support that we get out of this to be able to survive to be able to continue to make this product every single week that's what you get out of this don't forget that the Patreon is not just a way to support the show. It is a promise from us that we're here every week. We don't have to deliver on that. We can fuck off. We can do other stuff. It's your support at patreon.com slash limit break radio that keeps us here every week. When we do log in, when we do have the ability to log in. Your support at Patreon, that's what that's what does it. Or else, as Ascalia said, if you didn't have rating, would have been out. Yeah, what am I to do? I'm out. 
I mean, it's it, boring otherwise. It is boring. And I'm not going to lie to you. I respect I respect our audience too much to fucking come out here and lie to them and go, I'm having a great time, guys. Isn't there so much to do? Let's talk about this cool thing that we haven't talked about in the game yet. No, that's not what you feel when you log into this game as a player. I know because I'm a player and I'm a fan. If you, if you, you can, you, you are totally entitled to feel any other way that you want. Agreeing with me or anyone else on this show has never been a precondition of listening to this channel. <laughs> Thank God for that. Ever. But you can't say that there's no truth to it. You can't say that I'm lying. You can't say that I'm coming out here and, and fluffing myself up to be able to prep for you people. No, I'm telling you my honest fucking opinion. That's it. Is that this needs to be better. This game needs to be better. I'm not saying that as as a way to like threaten. I'm not gonna be I'm not saying like, hey, if FF14 doesn't get better, LBR is going away. No. Clearly, we're gonna be here through thick and thin. Because we have been. But if you think that we're in this just for the money. You are fucking wrong. Been at this for 10 years and we only just started making money. Wrong. You're wrong. Yeah, we got checkpoint for the money. Exactly. <laughs> no. Don't don't even fucking don't even laugh at Except that. Except we haven't been that's, paid for that yet either. No, we haven't. Yeah. But that's true though. Mhm. Can I can I say how honestly true that is? Yeah. That checkpoint is our mechanism for trying to make long-term sustainable living off this shit money yep that's the play you guys at home at patreon on patreon were able to provide us a sustainable foundation from which to launch our play and a bigger career in this field Think about that for a second. You're responsible think, for checkpoint. Think about that for a second. Like, honestly, like that's that is 100 percent true. If we weren't able to continue to develop this crew like we have been, like your support allows us to do, we would have never had the opportunity to launch checkpoint. Yeah, I mean, checkpoint literally spun out of a demo reel from of FEC highlights. Exactly. And FEC spun out of Patreon. Right. Mm hmm. Exactly. If it wasn't for your support, none of this would have lifted off. And instead of going, okay, let's try to keep retooling the Patreon. Let's try to keep growing the Patreon. Let's keep trying to hit our audience up for money. Let's keep trying to hit them up on PayPal. Let's keep trying to do fundraisers. We said, nah. No. We want the content that we make to be the thing that makes us money. And we don't think that continually asking the audience to bear the burden of that support is fair. Yeah. Make no mistake. We look forward to the day we close the Patreon. Yes. Like the day that Checkpoint sustains this show, the Patreon closes. That's right. That's our goal. And you still get and you still Radio get, right. and yep. Final Encountercast. And Checkpoint Radio. Well, Final Encountercast may end up being retooled. They'll and, still have uh, three things that right, we'll talk exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still getting the same amount of content, if right. not more. Exactly. Exactly. And Ascali is going to open a cam show. No. No. He's not. It's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Okay. At least not officially affiliated with us. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, not, yeah okay. It'll be under our pseudonym. Right. 
But the thing is, is that you provided us with that opportunity. You provided us with the funding. You provided us with the ability to launch an entirely new show that we use to make a play at a national radio product. And where do you think the money comes from that? That comes from advertising. Uh, international. International. Yeah, you're right. We're yeah, in Vancouver. International. But where do you think the money comes from at the end of the day? It doesn't. We're not going to be on the fucking radio hawking our Patreon. We're not going to be on the radio trying to launch a GoFundMe. We're, we're looking to secure advertising for that show. That's our big play at doing this long term. Some people make the choice of, of going to Twitch. Some people make the choice of being a YouTuber. I mean, there are, those are definitely outlets that you can... Those are all valid. They're totally valid. But we decided to go another route. So I don't want to hear this bullshit about like, oh, well, you guys are being paid. Should be logging on more. I'm going to log on exactly how the fuck much I want to log on because I'm motivated to do it because I feel obligated to do it because the game should make me feel obligated to do it. Not the show. I mean, I do feel obligated because of the show, but that doesn't say good game design to me. No, that doesn't make you have fun either. Exactly. We're all just players of this game. At the end of the day, we're all just players. We're all fans. And we all love the game. Because if we didn't, we wouldn't even do this show. It's always been, I think, the draw of our crew is that that's what we are. Yeah. We're players. We're gamers. We don't, like you said earlier, we don't try to pose ourselves as community pillars. That's right. We don't hold ourselves above you, even though we're better than all you assholes. We're still just gamers. Well, Scali is not. but That's right. But at the end of the day... I mean, shit, you guys know it when you interact with us at FanFest. You guys know it when you call the show or when you find us online or interact with us in the game. On stream. You know, like, there are some people who definitely have an affectation. We don't. That's not our style. I mean, we do, in a sense, but at the same time, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to fucking come out here and lie to you. If I'm not having fun, I'm not going to say, hey... I'm having so much fun. I'm not. So, there you go. Kooky also pointed out in the chat that technically you are logged in right now, so. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See? Proof. I do still play this game. <laughs> Asshole. All right. We're 25 minutes over. Fuck I want to yell at this guy more. No. We're Fuck done you. yelling. I want to yell. You can yell on your own time. No, I, I, like, I like having a target. I like having someone that I can yell at. A name that I can yell at. Yeah, we know. Just a... <laughs> Imaginary. I think next next episode, I'm just going to be uh, abjectly mean to all the callers. Oh, you are you not normally? No. Oh, I'm okay. actually quite nice. I mean, he's mean in general, but it's at like this sort of disembodied idea. Ah, I think he works better when he has a person he can single out. You know what I mean? Like, like not just not just like not just like I'm I'm going to be you know my normal snarky sarcastic <laughs> self, but I mean like. Opening up phone lines and going, fuck you what? That's it. Mm. Just like that. That's it. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I, I, I think it would be funny. We may get less callers. Nah. <laughs> nah. Anyway, Mujera, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. I don't know how to end this show. See I don't know how to dismount. No. <laughs> you, don't know how to, you don't know how to make that, uh, make that trip? No. Nope. We're just going to let this continue on. We're just going to leave the mics open. Just walk away. And like, yeah, you guys can just leave. 
All right. I'll just stand. I'll just sit here and continue to yell at the chat room. <laughs> Long after everyone's gone, <laughs> Nero remains. That's right. His voice hoarse and ragged as the mono flares back up. <laughs> Enlarging his, what was it? Your His uh, spleen. My Enlarging spleen. his spleen until it explodes. That's right. All right, guys. And another on, another death on on Twitch and live on Twitch with no one watching. A Nero fades away <laughs> with his last ragged breath. Fuck you, motherfuckers. Now, come on. You know that no one wouldn't be one. Yeah, I get forty people without trying. <laughs> Fine. Uh, anyway, all right, guys. That's gonna be it for Limit Break Radio this week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Appreciate you having a, having you along. Appreciate all your calls. We'll get into the other two interviews, the Famatsu and the Dengeki interviews next week. And honestly, I'm really glad that we didn't burn through those. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, we were worried it wasn't going to be enough material. Right? Oh. All, the, all the callers helped, let's be honest. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So think about what you want to call in and say next week because... You're going to be me. You're going to be... Be mean to. That's right. Because I'm going to yell at you. You, You've been warned. I'm going to yell at you for no reason. Next week, Limit Break Radio. A Nero goes extremely extremer. And uh, and and we're gonna have we're I'm gonna expect you 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 know what I'm gonna expect the callers to carry the show. That's my expectation for the next episode. (laughs) They call it what you want, and then we're all silent until we hang up on you. Oh, we could play the silent game easy. Easy. Oh, I, well, I, I don't think we've played that on LBR. I played that on Refresh once. Mm-hmm. I never played that on when, LBR. Uh, when Nika was going on about her little stupid little idol thing and you walked out the room, I, to Scali, I'm like, the, you know, cut it thing. Yeah. And we were just quiet for a while. And then she did something and Scalia laughed. I, she eventually said something that actually was kind of funny and it made me laugh. Shut up. I couldn't help it. Shut up. You suck. All right, guys, that's going to be it. Uh, by the way, on Thursday here on twitch.tv slash limit break radio i'm going to be putting in a rare appearance on this stream uh and i'm going to be hanging out with you guys and doing a live listen for the next episode of checkpoint so if you don't live in denver or oklahoma city or vancouver or phoenix and you can't tune in live to listen then make sure you tune in live on thursday and you can listen with me and i'll be answering questions during the breaks uh, I'm going to issue a checkpoint DMC takedown <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I'm sure I'll uh, answer uh, questions before and after the stream as well. Uh, you can also checkpoint uh, tech. Uh, I'm sorry. You can also check checkpoint out tonight in Phoenix airs at 10 p.m. Mountain time on uh, what is that ESPN Phoenix? Yes. That's what it is. Is that 690? I think that's 690. I don't remember the number, but it's ESPN's uh, affiliate there. I'm pretty sure that that's, that's 690. Or no, 620, sorry. ESPN Phoenix 620 tonight at 10 p.m. Mountain. And uh, Kuki has already provided the link for that in the chat if you want to tune in. And uh, we think that you should. We talked to Phil Moore from Nick Arcade. Interesting dude. Uh, and we also talk about the Switch and our expectations for it. So, uh, again, you can tune in tonight, ESPN Phoenix. 620 you can listen of course online all right that's gonna do it here for limit break radio i want to thank every one of our callers today you guys helped supply us with content and we are 
very, very appreciative. Uh, also, thank you to my crew, Kooky Persona, our executive producer who's hanging out, answering your phone calls and sending them to us, as well as my crew. We got Nika over Zoom, as well as Kala Landis and Escalia Rayumasa in the studio. I'm Aniro. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Aniro Gregori, Juxtaposition, and Kooky Persona. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Satori Komeji, Dark Flux, Null Packet, Shira Hartslot, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.